High school football is on the air. This is the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture Direct, just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings. And good evening. Welcome to High School Football Action tonight on 1230 KHS. Second round of the Class C2 State High School Football Playoffs. As St. Cecilia is set to take on the Chieftains of Utan High School. As we spend a couple of minutes with St. Cecilia head coach Carl Tesmer. And coach, eight teams remain in Class C2. Four of them are from uh, Central Nebraska. Kind of a testament of... Uh, the kind of football we've been playing all season long. Well, it really is, and it speaks well for this area, and then it speaks well for our schedule, too, because Donovan and, and Sutton, you know, were in our district, and uh, we thought they were both outstanding. We still do think they're outstanding football teams, and here they are in the final eight, and and uh, both of them in a situation where they could continue to go on just just like we're hoping to do. Last week it was a win over Tri-County in the opening round, 48-6. to A miserable night at Duncan Field with the rain and the cold, but you got to a great start, led 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Well, we, we, we were able to execute. It was, you know, the wind didn't blow uh, very much, but and it was wet. It was soggy, but, you know, a, a real uh, tribute to our quarterback who threw well for seven, seven out of eight for 164 yards. And, and the passes were on the money, and the people caught the ball, so our receivers did. So, And then we were able to run the ball, too. And, and uh, really, to, to put that many points up in a, on a soggy field was a, a real tribute to our, our team and to our offensive coordinator, Coach Alley, and our kids that, that run our offense, our skilled people, and the people up front. About as balanced as you can be, 164 yards rushing, 164 yards passing. So the offense are working well last week. Well, it really did, and and uh, again, I think calling plays at the right time, and and then I think our defense, you know, on the other side of it, Mike, our defense played very, very well. I mean, we those first three uh, series for them were three and out, and and you know, you kind of hope for one or two of those early in the game uh, if you can get a couple of them, but we got three in a row, and and then uh, you know, if it wasn't, I'm not sure where they scored in the third or fourth quarter there, but but we really played well on defense, and I think if you look at the total yardage that uh, that we gave up, it was. I mean, very, uh, just an outstanding effort against the back that had been averaging uh, over uh, over 100, almost 100, over 100 yards a game and 1,700 yards rushing for the year. And so, and a good back, an outstanding back and a good fullback in front of him. And so uh, just actually, Mike, I think it was a great performance on both sides of the ball. You gave up just 134 total yards to uh, Tri-County last week. You made some changes defensively to try to shut down the, the rushing attack. They had 123 yards uh, on the ground last week, but it looked like the changes you made last week uh, worked for you. Well, they did, and, and we got back in our three-man front, uh, you know, which I don't think they we hadn't shown for four or five games then, and I think the last time we had played it was at Donovan, and so, uh, you know, anytime you can give them a different look after they prepared for you for a whole week in something else, it, it, it helps, but, and I think after that, they finally got things kind of going their way, uh, you know, they kind of stepped it up a little better, but I think we kind of surprised them in that respect, and then, you know, our people up front, Mike Wall just had an outstanding game again, and, you know, our linebackers, uh, you know, Fisher, Hunter Fisher did an outstanding job. And Sam Clark, just only a sophomore, I think he was in double-digit tackles. And so uh, we just, we played well. In fact, I think we had, uh, you know, we didn't give up much for passing. I think they were only completed one out of three there. So overall, we just uh, played well. And, and we're kind of getting a little more comfortable with this three-man defense. And it's nice that we can get in and out of it. We can play our four and play our three and kind of go back and forth and try to use what we think is best for us. And Coach Aaron's and Coach Vogel and Coach Barrett doing an outstanding job with that. And, and so really right now things are clicking, Mike, for us. I'm very happy with the way everything's running. 
We'll come back and talk about the, the next hurdle in UTAN as our pregame show continues after this. Get more than you expect. Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Simmons, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. Back with AC Saints to say head coach Carl Tesmer, second round of the state playoffs here tonight on 1230 KHAS. U10 coming in, coach, the team we haven't seen a, a whole lot of here. They're 9-1 they're and one in the season, but they, they beat Crofton last week by the score of 20-7. to seven. Anytime you can uh, go toe-to-toe with Crofton, you, you know you're up against a pretty good football team. Well, it was a game that, that te- uh, people were predicting either one of those teams were going to win, uh, and, uh, you know, and, and they thought Crofton had a nice ball club, so that's a tribute to them, and you know they're coming a long way from uh, up there along the river, and and uh, but it's a team we haven't seen or don't see much, and they run a lot of I formation. Their defense is a is kind of a fifty. It's a, actually it's a three five with a cover two. It's an old I call it the old fifty two with the ends off. So you know it's that kind of a time thing. But uh, it's still an outstanding defense, very good defense, and and they play it well, and they walk those ends off those outs those. Outside backers will play tight and come, and you know it, it, they do a few things that that are going to make it tough to 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 run some of our offense. But I think uh, Coach Alley has, has already made some adjustments with that, and I like what we're doing. And and uh, and, and I I think we can run the ball, you know, and then, and I think we can throw it too. So, and then the other thing is they've got an outstanding eye back again, uh, a little bit bigger than the than the boy that was last week. You know, this eye back's about 180, but. And he's a good hard runner, good, uh, over a thousand yards rushing, and and uh, their line is more than adequate. Uh, they look good in uniform. Those kids play hard, and so I look for a tough game at least early, and we'll see how it goes. And and uh, we'll have to get off to a good start with these guys, and and uh, I look for us to play well. What are they doing on the, on defense that that could cause you some problems? Well, they it's, it's like I said, it's a three five, and and they don't really give a whole lot of ground. There's those. Uh, you know, those people are up front. Those eight people are right up there. Nine people are right up there, and and uh, and they've got two safeties back in the in that. But they kind of they're out of the picture. But those corners play tight, real tight, and they don't give a whole lot of ground. And they force you to throw the ball if you're going to throw. Uh, you got to throw over the top of them, and we can. And then of course they the way they play it, it makes it tough to get outside. But when we crack, and then we bring it back out to to cover that corner, I think we can do that if, as long as we can get to the um, get to that little tunnel, that little funnel. A little area between the corner and the ends, but uh, linebackers play about four yards off and and uh, not particularly just real aggressive, but but adequate, very good. The down three are very very good football players. Those three down linemen for them are very good football players. They all play well. They know how to play football. They play low. Their pad level is low, and they come right after you. So, but again, we've seen things like that, and and um, you know the only thing is would be the difference in the secondary coverages a little bit trying to fool around with us a little bit. But I, I like what we're doing. We're running a lot more flood patterns than we are. We, we've been running rub, and, and and we can still go with our seam patterns, and, and I like what we're doing there. So And then offensively, uh, you know, I've, I've got a great confidence in our running backs that, that, that our linemen are going to block just about anything up front, and we can get some yardage off our zone schemes. UTAN uh, offensively, you said uh, a premier running back. He's run for 1,671 yards, 31 touchdowns. We have seen our are a kind of flood of uh, running backs the past couple of weeks, but another uh, a team that relies heavily on the Cody Feist. 
You know, it, it really is, Mike. You know, and we've got our great running backs, and and then we've got Shupon over there at at, uh, at Donovan, and and the Gideon kid over there at uh, at, uh, at Gibbon. It just seems like everybody's got that really, and Leach there is at, at Sutton. Everybody's got that good, good running back, and and you know, there for a while, the thousand yard rusher was kind of a tough thing. It seems like everybody's got one now, and and uh, we certainly have ours in Fisher and Sealy sitting up there about eight hundred, and so. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, it, you always get a little worried when you see a back that's carrying. But again, a lot of carries from him. He's going to get the ball probably 25, 30 times a game. And, you know, where our backs aren't getting it quite as much. But, but, uh, that's still a lot of yardage and that's a nice, a lot of touchdowns. And that's a, a nice year for that man. He's having a great year. Wyatt Zog, is there a quarterback? He throws, what, 773 yards. He's got seven touchdowns this year. He's rushed for 107 and a touchdown. So a quarterback that doesn't appear to be running the ball a whole lot, he wants to, he wants to toss it around a little bit. You know, they really do. They threw, in fact, you know, we, they threw uh, last week. We had three throws against us, and they completed one. But I look for them to throw a lot, lot more, especially if they're having trouble running the ball. You know, if they have a little trouble running the ball, then they're going to start putting it in the air, and they and they can do that. They come out of some trips and some bunch, and and uh, they run kind of what we call a, a several different types of doubles, and and uh, they like to drag the tight end across. And we, you know, we're working on those things. But I, I did. I, I was kind of impressed with the fact that they're not afraid to throw it a little bit more. Maybe twelve over 15 times which is quite a bit more than three so but that's a little unusual like you said Mike for somebody that's got a, a 1600 yard rusher back there that it just but that means that means they like their offense that means their offense is balanced and it means they uh, they like to present be more than just a running team and so that makes it a little bit tougher for our defense so what's this game going to come down to tonight I think our ability to to, cut, to play the run first of all you know I know they're going to throw and, and when people throw they're always going to hit one or two in there somewhere. But if we can consistently keep them from running the ball well, you know, keep the eye back somewhat under control. And they run a fullback trap really nice, too. Not a big kid compared to some fullbacks that we've seen, but they run the trap very, very well. And so we'll have to control that double phase of that, their, their isos, their blasts, and, and their traps. So that, that means control the run, and then for us to just be able to run the ball ourselves. Now, I know we can throw, but we still need to be able to run the football well against this team. And, and they're going to present just a little bit more challenge up front than, than what we've seen. But if we can handle it, if we can show that we can handle it, uh, you know, that, that speaks well for us tonight and, and especially down the road. Okay, good luck today. Yeah, thank you. Carl Sensbar, head coach for Hastings Saints. Stick around, starting lineups in the play-by-play description up next. It's UTAN and Hastings Saints Cecilia tonight on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Coach's Pregame Show brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you'd expect when you shop Furniture Direct. Just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings and online at FurnitureDirect.com. Stay tuned. Play-by-play is up next on Hastings Link to High School Sports. 12.30 a.m. KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. 
for working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service, and our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. High School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Local business, supporting local youth and local athletics. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to High School Football Action here tonight on 1230 KHAS. It's round number two of the State Class C2 football playoffs tonight as the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks get set to take on the Chiefstons out of Utan High School. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Saints to say coming in, a record of 10 wins, no losses on the season. Knocking off Tri-County in the opening round of the state playoffs last week by the score of 48-6. to Meanwhile, UTAN, they come in a mark of nine wins and one loss. They uh, knocked off Crofton in the opening round by the score of 20-7. to So the winner of this ball game will move on to play the winner of the game going on tonight. In the David City between Aquinas Catholic and Sutton, eight teams remain in the Class C two in the state high school football playoffs. And like we mentioned during the pregame show, four from uh, Central Nebraska with the uh, Sutton in there tonight with the uh, Donovan Trumbull also playing up against the uh, Battle Creek, and then you've got uh, uh, the Gibbon Buffaloes. They've got action tonight against Oakland Craig. So eight teams remain, Jimmy, and this is uh, hurdle number two for Saint Cecilia after playing a very good ball game last week against uh, Tri County. They, they go on it against uh, tonight against a team that normally we don't hear a lot out of, the, uh, the UTAN squad out of the northeastern part of the state. This will be a good test for us tonight. Well, the one thing, one thing you can be assured of is the, uh, the ability of these teams in the northeast. Why, why don't you work? Every time we get on the air, you, you don't work. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're, we're set to go here coming up on the game time here tonight. There you go. As you were saying. Well, as I was saying, uh, a team from the Northeast, we know all too well how good these football teams are. You talk about the game that uh, UTAN won last week against Crofton. They're very familiar to the state playoffs, also getting down to Lincoln. They won a couple of state championships a few years ago. Any of these teams out of the Northeast are always big. They're always physical. They've always got some good speed, and that's going to be the case tonight. They've got a couple of dandy athletes on uh, on the side of UTAN. Wyatt Zog is going to be their quarterback. He's thrown for 773 yards. But the guy they're going to be looking the feature back, and as Carl was talking about in the pregame show, every team seems to have this year one really good back. St. Cecilia, we know, has two of them. They are tremendous backs in Seeley and Fisher. But you look on the side of uh, UTAN, Cody Feist, he's rushed for over 1,600 yards this season and uh, 31 touchdowns. He's had nine games over 100 yards. So Feist is going to be their go-to guy. St. Cecilia defense is going to have a test tonight and uh, as far as defense defensive leaders Feist on the other side of the linebacker is a tremendous athlete so they'll be looking for Feist to come up with some big plays but again you get to this round of the playoffs anything can happen and the games are a lot tougher and uh, you you look at the game St. Cecilia they've blown a lot of opponents out that's not going to be the case we get into some of these playoff games because it gets just tougher and tougher the farther you get along 
to try to earn that trip to Lincoln. Utan, a team that averages about 273 yards per ball game rushing. They throw for about 78, so they hang their hat on uh, rushing the football, but uh, this quarterback, he, he can still throw it, and St. Cecilia will have to get ready for a uh, kind of a dual threat type of quarterback in this uh, football game here tonight. Well, they really w- will, and uh, as I said, 773 yards. Zog is uh, 44 of 61. He's thrown seven touchdowns, two interceptions. He's only rushed it 20 times. He just turns around and hands it to Feist all the time. He's done the damage there. Another guy that will get the football a little bit that's had a, a pretty good year is Trevor Zimba. He's got 447 yards, so he will see some action as well as a fullback. You heard Carl talk. They run out of that eye position. I formation a lot and uh, a big physical team. They got good linemen. They're here for a reason. This ought to be a dandy here tonight at Duncan Field. Temperature is going to be 46 degrees here at game time. Winds out of the west-northwest at about 7 miles per hour. Last week we played a ball game against the Tri-County in the rain tonight. going to be just a chilly night. It has been spitting on and off uh, since we have gotten here uh, earlier today but uh, it's going to be a great night for high school football. Come on out at Duncan Field. State playoff football. There's nothing like it. Well, it really is. And uh, last week the rain continued all the way through the course of that ball game and made it very very uncomfortable here as far as setting and watching the game the playing surface really held in there very well you've done numerous baseball games over the summer and uh, this field can handle the moisture it can handle the rain and it did and we walked across when we were done and it really had uh, soaked in very well the turf was really not uh, sloppy at all but a good playing surface out there tonight and again just some uh, light showers we've gotten on and off since we've been here but a nice cool crisp night we'll be just fine we've got the windows in we've got the heater on but this this is kind of like those stadiums that the the roof uh, retracts sometimes they they retract the roof and sometimes they, they keep it shut tonight we've got the windows in with a heater on uh, i might say we've got uh, improvements here wow. in the uh, the taj mahal of all broadcast facilities talking about a little whining and dining in one week and, and you get kind of what you want here i tell you what when Nothing better than when you can sit down in an establishment with the contractor, the head contractor of this facility here. And, uh, yeah, John Gaspers, we talk a lot about John. Thank you to uh, John. He did a great job, got us a light. Now the only problem we got is <laughs> we almost need sunglasses. It's it's so bright. No, it is just fine. John, you did a great job, and uh, we're going to have plenty of light up here. We had a tough time seeing our stat sheets and rosters. But uh, John got us fixed up, and uh, obviously, to... obviously, whatever we did on Saturday evening, it got us got us some points. You, you think this uh, light here is like a sun lamp? We're not going to get sunburned in this thing, <laughs> well, are we? we? We may have to put some coconut lotion on and uh, get a little tan up here. It's it's so bright, but it's going to be a, uh, a nice night up here, a nice night out on the field. Should be a good ball game between St. Cecilia and UTAN. All right, we're sneaking closer to game time. We'll take a one-minute timeout, come back and check the starting lineups as we continue with high school football tonight on 1230 KHAS. history of Mary Lanning is pretty uh, profound. The Lannings, who lived right down just a block over, were a fairly wealthy couple here in town, and they had one daughter, her name was Mary. She was away at college, and when she came home for Christmas, she got sick. They were unable to cure her. She was the only daughter, so Mr. and Mrs. Lanning wanted to do something to memorialize her. And because she had wanted to be a social worker, her parents chose to develop the hospital and the School of Nursing. But they also wanted to be sure that that didn't happen for any other people in the community. 
I would hope that we all remember that young lady who was wanting to do good for the world and, and never had the chance. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field at Hastings getting sent for the Class C2 State High School football playoffs round number two here tonight. Our starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service in three convenient locations. A strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings Saints to say, boy, when you're 10 and 0, there's no use to change anything up here. They go with the exact same lineup as we had uh, a week ago against the Tri County. That means Grant Schmidt will be your quarterback, 190 and a junior. Dayton Seeley in the backfield, 205 and a senior. Hunter Fisher will join him, 195 and a senior. Tight end will be Zach Kitten, 210 and a senior. The flanker is going to be Chris Lee, 140 pounds and a senior. Alternating at split end tonight will be uh, Cass Howell, 145 and a junior, and also Alex Tino, 155 and a senior. Across the line for Hastings St. Cecilia, Braden Poppy will be your center, 280 and a senior. Zach Glass will be your left guard. He's a 175-pound junior, and Mike Walls will be the other guard, 210 pounds and a senior. At right tackle will be Seth Kierkegaard, 200 pounds and a senior. And at left tackle will be Josh Bulky, 190 pounds and a sophomore. Hastings St. Cecilia on defense tonight will go with Seth Kierkegaard, Mike Walls, Braden Poppy, and Zach Glass across the front. The linebackers tonight will be Hunter Fisher, also Hunter Stewart, Zach Kitten, and Deaton Seeley. And on the defensive secondary for the number one ranked Blue Hawks of Hastings St. Cecilia, you've got Grant Schmidt, Cass Howell, and Grant Farmer. For our visitors tonight, the Chieftains, the Chieftains out of Utan High School, you're going to go with the Wyatt Zug at quarterback today. He's six foot, 160 pounds, and a senior. Cody Feast is going to be your running back. Jimmy talked about him, a 5'10", 178-pound senior. He's rushed for 1,671 yards so far this year. Joined in the backfield by Trevor Zimba. Zimba's rushed for 447 yards. He's a six foot, 180-pound junior for uh, UTAM. The tight end is going to be Parker Strand. 5'11", 175, and a junior. The other tight end, they'll go with the two tight ends here. Michael Kelly, six foot, 175 pounds, and a junior. The wide receiver will be Scott Wester. Wester, six foot one, 160 pounds, and a junior. Then on the offensive line for UTAN, Devin Hendricks will be your center, six foot, 200 pounds, sophomore. Peyton Pierce will be your right guard, 5'9", 230, and a senior. Levi Colt will be the other guard, 5'9", 160, and a junior. And the two tackles here for a UTAN will be Colton Feast at a right tackle, 6'2", 205-pound sophomore. And then uh, Jaden Stewart on the other side, 6'1", 220 pounds, and a sophomore. UTAN on defense will go this way. Michael Kelly will be the defensive end. Kelly, 6'175", and a junior. Chris Morachak will be your defensive tackle, 6'1", 175-pound junior. Colton Feast at defensive tackle, 6'2", 205 pounds and a sophomore. Jaden Stewart, six foot one, 220 and a sophomore. And the uh, nose guard, they're going to go with a five-man front here. Go with a 5-2 defense tonight. Levi Colt, the other guy up there on that defensive line, five foot nine, 160 pounds and a junior. The two linebackers will be Kobe Feast and also Trevor Zimba. Then in the defensive secondary, you've got to Parker Strand, Scott Wester, also Preston Pierce, and Brylon Matichucci. 
Yeah, he's a sophomore, five foot eight, hundred and forty pounds for the uh, Utan Chieftains. Your starting lineups here tonight, brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So this is a matchup in the Class C2 here tonight. The other games are going on here. We've got Battle Creek, the number one seed. They're at home tonight taking on Donovan Trumbull. That'll be a 7 o'clock start tonight. Gibbon is playing uh, at home against Oakland Craig. That game gets underway at 6.30, and we'll have that game tonight on Classic Gets 98.9 KKPR. You've got Sutton. They're on the road tonight playing at Aquinas Catholic. That game begins at 7. And there's a game with Utan and Hastings St. Cecilia getting started here uh, very soon at Duncan Field in Hastings. Class C1 matchups going on tonight. You've got Ashland Greenwood playing at Columbus Scotus. You've got Central City playing at Wilbur Claytonia. You've got Holdridge at home tonight to take on Boys Town. And Norfolk Catholic is on the road playing at Bishop Newman. The Class B matchups for tonight. You've got Aurora at home taking on Gretna. That ball game gets underway at 7. Also at home tonight is Plasma. They're going to take on McCook. Elkhorn South has a tough one at home against York. And then Lincoln Pius, after their win last week over Grand Island Northwest, Lincoln Pius playing at home today against uh, Omaha Scott. And the Class A matchups, Bellevue West and Norfolk tonight. Also Millard North playing at Omaha Central. You've got Omaha West Side playing at Omaha North. And you've got Papillion La Vista South against Millard West. Those are the matchups tonight on the uh, second night of the uh, state playoffs in Classes A, B, C1, and in C2. Sneaking up on game time here today, Hastings St. Cecilia and uh, UTAN. We got the playing of the National Anthem as we get set for football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Set to go high school football here tonight on 1230 KHS. Hastings, St. Cecilia, and uh, Utan. The Blue Hawks are going to be dressed in their, their dark blue pants, their uh, navy blue tops with their blue football helmets here this evening. They're, they're white lettering. Meanwhile, the Chieftains out of uh, Utan, they're going to be in their white uniforms with their black and red trim here tonight as we get set to go. Duncan Field, again, temperature in the 40s. Supposed to be uh, cooling down uh, throughout the night. Not a very big crowd on hand here on the Hastings St. Cecilia side. Either A, it's going to be a late arriving crowd here tonight, or B, uh, we got a lot of people listening on the radio tonight, maybe having uh, maybe a, a get-together with the family and friends and, and tuning in that way to uh, stay on top of uh, St. Cecilia football tonight. Won the toss. Yeah, you know, you, you got a problem. You're not working. You're not working. Take the uh, the backup headsets there, my man. You work and then you don't work. 
we have not gone off to a very good start here. You just pull those out, and, and we just bring you up this way. And we'll just uh, do this. Well, I don't know whether it's our equipment that's 45 years old that would be possibly causing us an issue, or maybe a power surge with the new light that we have in here. <laughs> Could be, but uh, we're back on. I don't know. We tested everything, and it was all working. That's uh, I don't know how. Halloween, we had trouble, and we're having trouble again tonight. But hopefully the Blue Hawks of St. Cecilia don't have a trouble getting started here tonight. St. Cecilia has really gotten off to some tremendous starts. Uh, you talk about... Uh, the dual threat of a uh, Hunter Fisher and uh, Dayton Seeley back there. Seeley's returned several kicks this season for touchdowns, and they've done that uh, a lot this season. And they've taken their first drive a lot uh, whenever they've touched it. They've got out on top of the competition, and it was last week they got out to a 21 to nothing lead over top of uh, their opponent, and uh, then they just uh, went on to steamroll them. So I look for St. Cecilia to get out to a good start here tonight. They will be kicking off. They won the toss. They deferred to the second half. So they will be kicking off from our right to our left as we are just about underway in football playoff action here in Duncan Field. All right, dropping back deep for Utana is going to be Benachucci uh, back there at the uh, two-yard line. Also back there for uh, Utan, Flanking to the other side is going to be, I think it's Jake Makins back there. The ball is going to come all the way back here to the 10-yard uh, line. Return down the near sideline to the 15. The ball comes loose down here at the 22-yard line, and I think St. Cecilia's on top of the football. Let's see. Big stack up. St. Cecilia ball. Utan fumbles the opening kickoff here this evening, and uh, Utan coughs it up. St. Cecilia's got the ball. What a break for the Blue Hawks. They're going to put it down at the 24-yard line, first and 10 for St. Cecilia. Hunter Stewart started out over here on the left side, ran straight down the field, and as soon as the return man got the football, then Stewart made a cut to the inside, a big hit, jarred the football loose, and we talked about quick starts. This is the way you get things rolling. They got great field position. They'll take over at the 25-yard line, just underway. St. Cecilia's first possession after the fumble. Just what the doctor ordered. Grant Schmidt has got the ball. He fumbles the ball, and uh, there's a big stack up. He has problems hanging on to it, and I think Utan gets it back. Yes, they do. What a start. Grant Schmidt just had it fall out of his hands, and then he tried to reach down and pick it up. Jimmy is like he had uh, oil on his hands or something. He just couldn't pick it up, and all of a sudden the penetration came in there from Utan, and they re- they recover the ball at the 32-yard line. All you need to do is fall on top of it. Don't try to do something funny and, and uh, try to pick the football up. That was a huge mistake for St. Cecilia. So back-to-back plays, back-to-back fumbles, and now the Chieftains have the football back. It'll be at the 32-yard line. Now we'll get uh, their first offensive series going. Yeah, they're going to start with the I formation. The wide receiver split to the left side with the two tight ends. There's a uh, handoff going uh, straight ahead. There is a Cody Feast, and Feast takes the ball up to about the uh, 35-yard line, so pick up a three yards into play. Tell you what, back-to-back uh, fumbles to begin the ball game here tonight, and now we've got uh, Utan with the ball. They're moving from our left to our right here in the first quarter. Play just underway at Duncan Field. Last see two state high school football playoffs in 1230 KHIS. Wide receiver splits out wide to the left side for uh, Utan. That's going to be uh, Scott Wester as he splits out toward the uh, numbers on that far side. Here's a uh, quick pitch. It's going to go to Feast again. Feast is going to be hit at the line of scrimmage, and down he goes. First man to get in there was Seth Kierkegaard. Also getting in there for the Blue Hawks. Coming up was uh, Sam Clark. 
So uh, no gainer to play. One of the last couple of ball games that we have done for St. Cecilia, the opposition has had a 1,000-yard runner. Feast is going to be that runner tonight. We're going to see a lot out of him for U10. Yeah, Feast is, uh, again, we talked about him in the pregame show, the go-to guy. He's rushed for over 1,600 yards on the season, but a great job of gang tackling there by the Hawk defense. No gain. Third down and seven, the ball at the 35-yard line. Zimba is your fullback lining a, a Right in front of uh, Feast, there's a throw to the far side. It's going to be caught at the 38-yard line. And then a drop down there. They get the ball out to uh, Wester. And he is tackled in the play there by uh, Wyatt Zug. Goes over to uh, Wooster over there on the far sideline. And it's going to be a tackle made by Grant Schmidt. They needed about six. They got four. So it's going to bring up a fourth down situation. Fourth down and two now for U10. Well, and one thing that uh, U10, I'm guessing, uh, in the film that they got, do not kick to these two guys. That's a couple of uh, dynamite return back, men back for St. Cecilia. That is Fisher and Seeley back deep for the Hawks. Here comes the kick. They're going to kick to him. It's going to go to the far side. Hunter Fisher has got the ball at the 30-yard line. Gives ground 25. Back down to the sideline. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. Inside Utan territory of the 40-yard line. So... They net about one yard on the exchange, Jimmy. They punted from the 39. Fisher returns the ball to the 40-yard line. And for the second time tonight, St. Cecilia's got the ball in U-10 territory. Yeah, right around a 30-yard kick and right around a 30-yard return for Fisher. They were able to get him set up. They had the wall set up. Seeley come over and sealed off a guy. And Fisher takes it up the left side right in front of the St. Cecilia bench into Chieftain territory. It's down at the 40-yard line. St. Cecilia with their second offensive series. They fumble it away on the uh, first snap when they uh, recovered the fumble on the uh, the kickoff. There's a the ball swung out to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Grant Schmidt delivers that one low as they try to get out to uh, Hunter Fisher. That baby was thrown right at the shoe tops. Incomplete pass. Grant Schmidt threw the ball very well against Tri-County. He was 7 out of 8 throwing the pig, but that one looked ugly as that was down around his shoe tops. Yeah, 160 yards. A very well-balanced te- uh, game last week. With the St. Cecilia offense, what I believe, 164, passing 164, or right around them numbers on the uh, the ground. But uh, Schmidt with kind of a rocky start here. Obviously, some nerves running through that young man, but that one falls incomplete, second down and 10. Here's Grant with the ball again, backs up, wants to throw it down in the middle of the field. That one is grossly overthrown again, trying to get the ball down to uh, Hunter Fisher, running right down in the middle of the field there. That was grossly overthrown by uh, Grant Schmidt, so he is uh, 0 for 2 with a fumble here in the first couple of minutes of this ballgame. Well, and they like to line Fisher up at a wide receiver out there and leave Seeley in the backfield to block for the quarterback, Schmidt. But again, uh, with uh, great speed, Fisher had a seam down the middle. If he delivers that football, it's probably six points. But, again, that was a, a good seven, eight yards overthrown. Going to bring up third down and ten. The ball still at the 40-yard line. Wide receivers to the left and to the right. Now Grant Schmidt wants to run the ball across the 40. He's at the 35, dies forward to about the 31 oh, or 32-yard line. We'll see where they yeah. spot the football. He had to take it down to the 31 for the first down. The officials look to the far side, and they're going to give him a first down. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, the first one of the night. St. Cecilia with the ball, so they spread the field with four wide receivers, and then Grant Schmidt just goes straight ahead and picks up 10 yards. Not too shabby as he takes it down to the 30-yard line. We're running in the first quarter of play, nine minutes and 18 seconds to play. No score between Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Utan. Two wide receivers split to the right side of the formation. That's Hunter Fisher. Also splitting out there will be Alex Tino. They've got Chris Lee as a flanker to the left side as a man comes in motion. Now somebody jumped up front. Another man jumping up front there, and the officials will confer again. This is the same crew, Jimmy. We'll throw this in. This is the same crew we've had the last four weeks. 
It's going to be an offsides call. An offsides call here against Utan, so that cost him five yards. But we were talking about never seeing your buddy around, and now we've uh, we've got him four weeks in a row. Your old college roommate. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't either. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's happened. I I see any more now than I did back in college days. He never come home at night. I know that. But uh, yeah, we did the eight man game the other night, and uh, they weren't there. But every eleven man game, the last four we've done, they have been here. But. Uh, Offsides call on UTAN. That'll be a first and five now for the Hawks. At the 25-yard line, here's a handoff. Steely, he's got a hole there across the right side. 25-20 down to the 15, out of the 13-yard line. That's a Dayton Steely's had a sensational year. Of course, he missed a couple of ball games with that broken hand, but he's rushed for over uh, 800 yards now for Hastings Saints to say as he takes the ball down to the 13-yard line. First and 10, another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down here for the Hawks, and they're in the red zone for the first time tonight. First down, number two for St. Cecilia, 12 yards off the right side for Seeley. Good blocking downfield, and St. Cecilia is on the march. Deep penetration. They've got her down at the 13-yard line of UTAN. Here's a Schmidt waiting for the ball. He's got it, swings it out here. It's going to be caught there. Where the ball is going to be Hunter Fisher, and Fisher uh, advances across the 10-yard line down to about the 8 before he's uh, brought down there. That's uh, tackle is made in there by uh, Brylan. Brylan Menachucci. It's uh, a second down here. Second down at about five yards to go here for the uh, St. Cecilia Blue Hawks. They've got the ball down here at the Utan eight-yard line. The Hawks are moving from our right to our left here in the first quarter of play. The second offensive series here for St. Cecilia. Low snap. They give the ball away. That's going to be Seeley trying to get outside, and he's chopped down. Great defensive play out there by uh, Utan. They're getting in there to uh, make the stop for the Chieftains. Was a Kobe Feast. Feast, the outside linebacker in there in that left side. Five foot ten, 178-pound senior as he knocks him down back here at about the 12-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down and nine situation now for the Blue Hawks. Well, and Feast would be the guy that would have the speed that would match and mirror this uh, St. Cecilia offense with Fisher and Seeley. That was a great defensive play, open field tackle. Brought him down nearly a loss of four. Going to bring up third down and about nine here. The football push back to the 12-yard line. Here's uh, Schmidt handing the ball away again. That's going to be Hunter Fisher. Cuts one way, then the other. Brings it back into the center of the field. Dines for the end zone. Touchdown. Hunter Fisher takes it in from 12 yards out. And St. Cecilia scores here in the first quarter of play. A good bit of running there by Hunter Fisher. Started off right. And then the cutter back left in the center of the field takes it into the end zone for the score. And it's a 6 to nothing ball game, St. Cecilia. Well, and we've talked about it an awful lot. Uh, these guys don't get good yards without having a good offensive line. And St. Cecilia has really had a, a – their line has played tremendous this season. And that was a great hole right up the middle – Fisher got out into the secondary and went in virtually untouched. The Smith is in for the PAT, and it is down. It is up. And a Duncan Field, St. Cecilia, very quickly. We talked about getting off to great starts. St. Cecilia leads now. They lead U10 with 7.02 left to go here in the first quarter. St. Cecilia, 7, U10, nothing. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHS. The Food Cupboard is the smart shopper's first choice. Food Cupboard is open from 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, across from Good Samaritan Village. Stop in today and find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, cleaning supplies, pet supplies, and general merchandise. At the Food Cupboard, it's the same stuff at half the cost. Food Cupboard now accepts EBT, debit and credit cards. Located in the old Honda shop at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. 
All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Great start for St. Cecilia. Maybe after their, their fumble, we had uh, the two teams exchange fumbles to begin the ball game, but St. Cecilia puts together a seven-play, 41-yard drive after the great return on the punt. And the Blue Hawks are on the board 7-0 now over U10. Well, and St. Cecilia again 10-0 on the season coming into this ballgame, looking to get to 11-0. And then you talk about the local teams of the playoff. Again, uh, Sutton playing David City Aquinas tonight. Donovan Trumbull playing in Battle Creek. So uh, some local teams, a flavor of interest. And uh, it will be the winner of the David City Aquinas game. And Sutton will play the winner of this ballgame. Here is the ball is in the air. All right, it's going to go uh, to the far side. It's going to be picked up there and returned down the uh, left sideline, 25-30, out to about the uh, 32-yard line. So that's where the Utan Chieftains will start, first down and 10 in their own territory. So uh, Utan, they lost just one regular season game this year. That was to Aquinas Catholic, lost to him by a score of 41 to nothing. They won their last, uh, what, four ball games before heading into the playoffs, and they picked up a win last week in the opening round of the state playoffs as they beat a very good Crofton team by a score of 20-7. to They find themselves trailing here in this football game, first down and 10 yards to go, 7 to nothing. Hastings St. Cecilia has got the lead. They'll start this drive from the 29-yard line. Quick pitch, Feast has got the ball, short side of the field, and Feast brings the ball to about the uh, 35-yard line before he's run out of bounds on the far sideline. Sam Clark over there on the stop for Hastings St. Cecilia. So Feast has uh, carried most of the load, just what we expected here tonight. Yeah, three carries already for Feast. That's what the the UTAN offense has so far for Feast. That is eight yards now on three carries. You talked about this UTAN team. Other than lost to David City Aquinas, who uh, we talked about them in the playoffs, they've been averaging about 38 points a game, so they've been putting up some big numbers against some teams. All right, this is going to be a uh, second down situation. They hand it away to the uh, big fullback getting through there. He's got a hole across the 40, 45, onto the 50-yard line, carrying the mail there, Trevor Zimba. So they go with that little uh, fullback trap there. Zimba, he's uh, carried for, what, uh, 64 times, 447 yards coming into the ball game tonight. Picks up a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down there as he brings the ball to the 49-yard line, first and 10 for the Chieftains. Yeah, Zimba, he's a load. Good blocking up front. They got him right to right behind his guard on the right side. Takes it 15 yards all the way to midfield. First first down for the Chieftains. They're going to give it again to uh, that big old fullback, Zimba, as he takes the ball down to the 47-yard line this time. Braden Poppy waiting for him this time around for Hastings Saints to say in that defensive line. Poppy, a big boy at 280 pounds and a senior. 7 to nothing is the score. Hastings Saints to say has got the lead. So far, it's been mostly on the ground for both of these teams. We're down to five minutes and 36 seconds to play. Clock is running here in the first quarter. Ball's on the far side, hash mark. It's going to go wide receivers left and right now. Back to the I formation with Zimba and also Feast in the backfield. They fake the ball. Now they're going to give it away to that first man again, Zimba, and the Saints to say right there. So they go to the well three times in a row there. And St. Josiah is uh, waiting for him here, and they throw him for a loss back here to the 49-yard line, a loss of one third down and nine. Might want to fool this defense once. You're not going to fool them the second and third time. St. Josiah right there. Yeah, same play. This defense give up a 15-yard run and then a two-yard gain, a one-yard loss. Going to break up third down, about nine yards to go. The ball pushed back to the 49-yard line, 4.52 and counting here in the first quarter. St. Cecilia 7, Utah nothing. There comes a feast in motion out of the near side. He stops just off of the uh, right hip of the right tackle. 
And they're going to throw the ball over here. Feast grabs it. Feast grabs it at the 42-yard line, and it's going to be knocked out of his hands. Good job there by Farmer. Grant Farmer comes over and jars the ball away from uh, Feast. Feast was trying to pull it in here on the near sideline and fight for the uh, first down stakes, but Farmer gets a hard hit into Feast and jars the ball loose. That's an incomplete pass. That's going to bring up a fourth down situation now for Utan, and the uh, the Chieftains will have to punt the football away. Very, very close right down here in front of us uh, as Feast was uh, trying to maintain possession of that football, just never really was able to bring it in and get control of it as he went out of bounds, and now again it'll be... Fisher, and now we'll see uh, Grant Schmidt dropping back deep and not Seeley. Michael Kelly's going to kick the ball, the uh, punter. It bounces here at about the 35-yard line. It, it goes out of bounds, so not a very good kick. Only about, uh, what, 13 yards for Michael Kelly. The uh, statistics they sent us, Michael Kelly was averaging 48 yards. But he had only one punt that was accredited to a Michael Kelly, and that if that's his second punt, that kind of drives your average down. A 13-yard kick there for Michael Kelly. Yeah, not very good. St. Cecilia again with some pretty good field position. This will be their third offensive set of downs here. They've got the football at the 33-yard line, leading already 7-0, 4-30 left to go here in the first quarter. All right, St. Cecilia moving right to left. They'll send two wide receivers to the right side, two wide receivers to the left side. In the backfield, you've got Hunter Fisher. Now that's a big old Zach Kitten going in motion to the far side. He stops here in the backfield. Grant Schmidt has got the ball, hands it away. Hunter Fisher, big hole, 35-40, 45, look out, 50, 45, down to the 42-yard line. Hunter Fisher follows his blockers well and takes the ball down to the 42-yard line. Another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, and the Blue Hawks are back inside Chieftain, uh, Chieftain's territory. Second carry tonight for Fisher. That one goes for 25 yards. The man gets out there and looks like a deer. He can accelerate uh, just at the drop of a hat. He got a little seam off the right side, but just so quickly he gets into the secondary, and then he's a load to bring down. 25-yard gain down into Utan territory at the 43. Wide receivers again, left and right. Kitten goes in motion. They're going to give the ball away to him. Zach Kitten running the ball at the 45. He's at the 40, down to the 38-yard line, and spun down on the far sideline. So the big old guy comes back and uh, gets the handoff. Zach Kitten at 210 pounds and a senior. Right, six foot four, six foot five by now, carrying the bail there. They say he stepped out of bounds at the 38-yard line. So I give him a pickup of about five yards in a place, second down and five for the Blue Hawks. Do you think Kevin Asher takes a big deep breath when Zach Kitten gets the football and starts running with it? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I would think there be some nerves. Zach, a uh, very good basketball player, and again with that big frame at 6'5". But Kitten will give him uh, three yards, actually four yards off the right side, second down here for the Hawks. Now uh, this is going to be a man coming in motion to the near side, and now we've got a penalty flag down. That was Alex Tino coming in motion, and penalty flags uh, come down before they get the uh, snap away here. Here's the call. It's going to be an illegal procedure. Illegal procedure on Hastings St. Cecilia. Three minutes and 57 seconds to play here in the first quarter from Duncan Field. This is a Class C-2 State High School football playoff game. St. Cecilia with a lead over Utan by a score of 7 to nothing. Blue Hawks scoring on a 13-yard run by Hunter Fisher at the 7-0-2 mark. St. Cecilia back with the ball. Now they're looking at a second down and 12 situation. Ball is pushed back here to the 44-yard line. So St. Cecilia breaking huddle. They've got a wide receiver, Chris Lee, now coming to the left side of the formation. Kitten will go with him. Wide receiver, is a Tino split out to the right side. They swing the ball out. Fisher grabs the ball, and he's immediately tackling the play. 
no gain. Had a good stop there by the Utan defense as Preston Pierce coming up from his outside linebacker position to make the, the stop there, but I think a penalty flag is down. That's going to be an illegal motion call against St. Cecilia, so I think if I was Utan, I'd decline this and take the result of the play here as Pierce came up and made a nice play on the ball. Preston Pierce they're going to discuss things with the coaching staff on the far sideline for UTAN. So it's an illegal motion call against Hastings Saints. And say that's going to be a case. They're going to decline the penalty. They take the result of the play. So it's going to bring up a third down and about a 13 situation, maybe closer to 14. They lost a couple of yards and a completed pass there. Ball is pushed back here to the 46-yard line. So it's going to be officially third down and about, uh, about 14 yards to go here for Hastings Saints. And say Three minutes and 51 seconds to play in the first quarter. Seven to nothing. Blue Hawks have the lead. The ball is on the uh, near side hash here. Wide receivers split to the left and to the right. One lone setback in the backfield now beside the quarterback, Grant Schmidt. Grant wants to throw, backs up, throws the ball down the left side. is way over the head of his intended receiver. Out there on the pattern there was Hunter Stewart. That was way overthrown again by Grant Schmidt. So he is a little bit off of the mark here tonight. Just one out of uh, his first five here. Two out of his first five here for Grant Schmidt. That's going to bring up a fourth down and 14 situation. Facing Saints to say with the ball at the 46-yard line of Utan. Yeah, Schmidt uh, with a rocky start again, 7 for 8 last week in the playoff game. But uh, tonight, he's had uh, two balls that have been way over the head of the intended receiver. Seeley in to do the punting here for St. Cecilia. Seeley averages 41.4 yards per kick. He'll try to pin Utan back deep, a high kick here. They're going to come up and uh, watch it bounce at the 10-yard line. They're going to watch this baby roll all the way down to about the 5, and Utan is going to start. This drive from deep in their own territory. So a great punt there by uh, Seeley. Got it high in the air and got that little backspin there. Like you want to do on the, the golf course. At least that's what they tell me you want to do on the golf course. I've never done it, but it falls dead down here. And it'll be first down and 10 yards to go for the uh, Chieftains. They'll start this drive from their own five-and-a-half-yard line. You have never had anything in the form of backspin. Oh, no, I, I don't even know what the it only, is. The only thing you could say back in your golf swing is when you've hit the trees and it's come rifling back at you. But uh, now UTAN pinned deep in their own territory. The football spot at the five-yard line after a 40-yard punt for Seeley. Wyatt Zug up in the center here. He's going to hand the ball away to uh, Fees as they just try to hammer some yardage out there. Fees picks up a yard or two. Clark in on the stop again for Hastings St. Cecilia. Zach Glass also up and bring him down. A pickup of about uh, two yards on the play. We'll call it second down and about, to, well, to give him closer to the nine-yard line. So about a three-yard gain there by the running back, Cody Feast. It'll be second down and seven yards to go. The ball resting between the nine and ten-yard line. It's on the near side, Hash. Wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation for Utan. Zug waiting for the snap. Turns, hands the ball away. Hand off Feast, and he's going to be brought down. Again, immediately brought down on the play there by Hastings Saints. Well, that's, that's the fullback, Trevor Zimba, carrying the ball there. Tackle was made by... Sam Clark again for the Hastings Saints as a defense. That was a loss of about a yard in the play. Now it's third down and long. Third down and about, what, seven yards to go for the Utan Chieftains. 2.19 left here in the first quarter. 
Well, Utana's got to get a couple of first downs here, Jimmy. They're going to be putting deep in their own territory. Well, and again, that's just uh, special teams play such a huge part of football games. And with Seeley being able to flip the field, St. Cecilia with a very good opportunity here to get the football back in great field position. Man goes in motion. Zug waiting for the snap here on third down and long. Quick pitch goes to the far side looking for some running room. And uh, not finding anything over there. Running with the football is a Zimba. But Zach Glass brings him down with a little of any gain there. Maybe brought it across the 10-yard line. But they're going to be far short of a uh, first down. So Utan, again, is going to have to punt the football away here in the first quarter. And St. Josiah will get great field position as the time is running with 90 seconds to play here in the first quarter. And we'll see uh, Fisher along with Grant Schmidt dropping back. Not sure they're putting Seeley back there because uh, he did come out of the ballgame last week with a little bit of an injury, probably just keeping him uh, him fresh on the sidelines. So we're going to punt the football away again with uh, Michael Kelly. He gets it away. Angles to the near side. Grant Schmidt is going to signal for the fair catch. He's going to make it here at the 42-yard line. So Hastings St. Cecilia is going to start this drive in Utan territory at the 42-yard line. Winner of this ball game will play in the third round again next week. They'll take on either Sutton or David City Aquinas, Aquinas Catholic. Everybody's kind of pointing to that Aquinas Catholic team for Hastings St. Cecilia to play next week, but we'll see what the Sutton Mustangs can do. Sutton is on the road tonight at David City playing in that one. It gets underway at 7 o'clock tonight. St. Cecilia with the ball here. They'll start this drive first down and 10, officially at the 43-yard line. Of Utan, Grant Schmidt and crew back out here for St. Cecilia. Hand off to Fisher. Look out, slides through their 45-40, and he just oh, is brought down here at about the 33 or 32-yard line. They got just a little piece of his leg there, Jimmy, and brings him down, or Hunter Fisher would have been off to the races. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. First down and 10 down here at the Utan 31-yard line. That is first down number four for St. Cecilia. Now we've got uh, an official's timeout for Fisher in the ball game. now. That is already... Three carries for 50 yards. All right, so Fisher off to a great start. He's also got a touchdown here tonight. 13 yards. Right at the 7.02 mark of the first quarter. St. Cecilia has got the lead, 7 to nothing. Tino's your wide receiver to the right. Lee is your wide receiver to the left. And it's going to be Grant Schmidt running the ball. He's going to be chopped down here in the backfield. Loss of one yard in the play. So it's going to bring up a second down and 11 yards to go. Chris Borachok with the uh, tackle there for Utan. He's a six foot, one hundred and seventy five pound junior playing there on that defensive line for Utan. Down to thirty seconds to play here in the first quarter. Ox right to left here in this period. Getting up to the line of scrimmage here. Not in any hurry to run the play here. We're down to eighteen seconds to go here in the first quarter. Two wide receivers split to the left side. One wide receiver to the right. Grant Schmidt waits, hands the ball away. Hunter Fisher tackle on the play. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage. So Hunter Fisher carries the ball back to the line of scrimmage. Tackle is made in there by uh, Jaden Stewart. Jaden Stewart for uh, the Utan Chieftains. And that's the end of the first quarter to play. One quarter in the books here at Duncan Field tonight. The score, Hastings St. Cecilia 7, Utan nothing. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, all located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Jimmy Purcell, Mike Will back here at Duncan Field where St. Cecilia at the end of the first quarter leads UTAN 7 to nothing. Your first quarter stats brought to you by the food cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the food cupboard and save big today. For UTAN in that first quarter of action, it was a lot of uh, rushing, which we expected coming into this game. Nine carries, 32 yards for the Chieftains, four yards passing, so 36 total offense, one first down for UTAN. For St. Cecilia, Grant Schmidt, two or three passing, three yards. The rest of it was on the ground, 10 carries, 70 yards for the Hawks, so 73 total yards of offense, four first downs for St. Cecilia. For Fisher, he leads the way, three carries and 50 yards, and we are about underway in quarter number two. All right, so St. Cecilia on the move here. They got the ball at the 32-yard line of U10, where they're looking at a third down and 11 situation. Here's Grant Schmidt. He wants to throw. Here comes the pressure. Throws it down the left sideline. Kitten the jump ball down there. Does he make the catch? Yes, he does. Inside the 10-yard line to about the 5. They just throw that ball high in the air. They get it down to Zach Kitten. He goes high in the air, climbs the ladder, brings it down, and he's... Wrestled down right there on the uh, sideline on the far side. A great throw and a great catch by Zach Kitten. And now the Blue Hawks are knocking on touchdown door. First down, number five. First one tonight through the air. And again, why not? Throw it down to your big target. Let him go up top. He brings it down after 23 yards on the gain. For Kitten, that's his 17th catch of the season. And the Hawks are in business. First and goal at the seven. So a great catch. And now St. Cecilia is on the move here. There's a uh, sweep coming to this side, and Kitten's going to take it in the end zone for the touchdown. Boy, nobody touched that Kitten. He came around in that little reverse. He lined up as a wide receiver to the left side. He just came back, got the handoff, and Kitten just uh, kind of dances his way into the end zone for the score. And it's 13 to nothing. St. Cecilia out on top. Well, and a great job there by Grant, Grant uh, Schmidt orchestrating that uh, handoff. He put the act like he put the football off his left hip and went around left end. Took a defender with him, but again, great blocking out in front of Kitten. Nobody touched him. Seven-yard touchdown run after the 23-yard completion, and the Hawks are up 13-0. Here comes the extra point now by uh, Grant Schmidt. That one is going to be uh, blocked. That one is going to be uh, blocked there. It's going to be no good, but St. Cecilia scores the uh, touchdown. And we got 11 minutes and 34 seconds to play here in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings St. Cecilia 13, Utan nothing. Krieger Electric Company has been serving Hastings and the area for more than 50 years. Krieger Electric is your full-service electrical company, commercial, industrial, and residential. Krieger Electric features energy-efficient lighting systems, energy management systems, designing and engineering, and computer wiring specialists. Krieger Electric, 105 South California, Hastings, supporting local and area academics and athletics. Call 462-5757 and at KriegerElectric.com. 1230 KHAS. State High School playoff action on 1230 KHIS brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank and Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex. 
and TomDinsdale.com, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care, and by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters at Hastings and in Sutton. Well, I know that Grandma was not at the game last week because of the rainy conditions. I visited with her earlier today. She is in attendance tonight. Very proud down there. Her grandson caught the uh, big uh, pass downfield to set up that touchdown. Then he takes it in from seven yards out, and the St. Cecilia Bluehawks out 13 to nothing. Here's the uh, kick, and it's going to hit one of the up linemen. The ball is loose again down here. I think Utan got back on top of it. That wasn't uh, designed to make it look like an onside kick, but it was a, kind of a squibber, and it hit one of the uh, the up guys down there. And, boy, the scramble was on. Utan got back on top of the football. That was a, a live action there. So they recovered down to the 35-yard line, which that's where the Chieftains will start. Yeah, that ball laid right out in a whole lot of real estate out there after it hit the front line. And uh, for UTAN, very fortunate to get back on the football as they find themselves now in a hole, trailing 13 to nothing. 36 yards of total offense is uh, all UTAN has so far in this ballgame. Wyatt Zug underneath the center here looking over the defense. He wants to throw the football, play action passes. He throws it, the ball is going to be tipped. Early intercepted, the ball is tipped there by Seeley of Hastings St. Cecilia. So an incomplete pass. And they'll bring up a second down in 10 situation. The St. Cecilia defense has played well all season long there. They got the uh, tip ball from uh, Seeley in a second down and 10. Well, we've seen that a couple times this year. They just uh, get their hands up. The line is uh, big. They've got some height on them. They'll tip the football in the air and come up with some interceptions. But now we've got uh, timeout UTAN on the uh, on the field. Yeah, St. Cecilia giving up only 154 yards per game rushing, only three, uh, 38 yards per game passing. And they give up just a... Uh, a few points per ball game as well. So the St. Cecilia defense has played well. We got a timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more after this. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Oh, with the envy of the press box here tonight. I mean, we've got... Uh, We've got lights now. We've got heat. Everybody else is putting their coats on across yeah. the way. We, we're shedding our clothes I'm, here. I'm about ready to get down to my short sleeves here. It's uh, so nice and toasty. All right. It's second down and 10 yards to go here for Utan. They've got the ball on their own 35-yard line. Zug backs up. Here comes the pressure. Zug gets away. Rolls right side. Zug is hit. Now he goes right at the line of scrimmage. Zug trying to get outside, and he is brought down there. Pursuing him was the linebacker for St. Josiah, Hunter Fisher. Zug wanted to throw the football. Good coverage downfield by the, the Blue Hawks secondary. He had to tuck and run there, and he runs right into Hunter Fisher. Well, a good job there up front. That guy uh, has been doing it all year long. Mike Walls getting in there and putting a lot of pressure on Zug. He forced him out of the pocket, and then a host of Hawks bring him down after about a one-yard gain. Third down and nine here, the ball at the 36. Well, this has got to be uh, frustrating for an offensive coordinator trying to get something going against this uh, St. Cecilia defense. Zug wants to throw again. There's a pass incomplete. Trying to swing it out of the backfield. The intended receiver was uh, Trevor Zimba. So it's three plays and out. Utan will have to punt the football away. How would you like to be the offensive coordinator and come up and try to devise a game plan? Tri-County, all they did is ran the football last week against the Blue Hawks, and and that didn't work as 
Tri-County was uh, beaten by St. Cecilia in the first round of the state playoffs, 48-6. to As UTAN comes in here, this UTAN team, and they're trailing by a score of 13 to nothing, looking to get rid of things again. Now we got a penalty flag down. Uh, we got a penalty flag down from UTAN. here. It's going to be a illegal procedure call here against the, the Chieftains. Well, you talk about uh, the St. Cecilia defense. How many times has there been a 1,000-plus a rushing back come into Duncan Field and go against the St. Cecilia defense and basically be shunned and uh, sent away without even a 100-yard gain? And they're really doing a good job tonight on Feast as uh, he came in with over 1,600 yards. There's the kick. It's going to bounce to the 42. Kind of takes a sideward bounce, and it's going to roll dead here at about the 42-yard line. So St. Cecilia stays away from it. Grant Schmidt was back there, but does the wise thing. Just lets it bounce, and St. Cecilia will take the field position here at the 42-yard line. You're listening to High School Football tonight here on 1230 KHIS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. Your internet streaming brought to you by Hastings College. Challenge yourself, inspire greatness. Hastings does that. You can find out more. You can log on to www.hastings.edu. So 13 to nothing is the score. Hastings St. Cecilia's got the lead over UTAN. Blue Hawks have the ball back here at the 42-yard line. Hand off with the ball. Hunter Fisher gets away. Hunter Fisher gets back to the line of scrimmage. Hunter uh, was stopped in the backfield, but he got away. Got it back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. So it's second down and 10 yards to go here for the Blue Hawks. St. Cecilia moving from our left to our right here in the second period of play. The Hawks have scored in the first quarter. They have scored here in the second quarter. They've got a 13-0 lead. We're inching closer to the 10-minute mark here in this uh, first half. Chris Lee is your wide receiver now. Split to the left side of the formation. Alex Tino coming to the right side. Hunter Fisher in the backfield just to the right now of the quarterback, Grant Schmidt. They give the ball away to Fisher, and Fisher moves the ball to about the 43-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the Chieftains of uh, Utan. I think that's going to be uh, Preston Pierce is the guy who brought him down there, number 81, one of the linebackers there for UTAN. That's going to bring up a third down situation now for St. Cecilia, third down and eight. And the winner of this ball game will move on to play the winner of the Sutton Aquinas Catholic ball game. That one not yet started. They're playing in David City. That will be a uh, 7 o'clock starting time up there. So it's third down here and about eight yards to go. St. Cecilia with the ball at the 43-yard line. Schmidt wants to throw, throws it. The ball is going to be caught and then dropped by Kitten. Kitten was open again. They got him the ball. But it was jarred loose down here at the 35-yard line. So an incomplete pass, and St. Cecilia will have to punt. Well, and Kitten almost come up with a great catch. Zimba was in coverage, and uh, he was able to get a hand in there, knock that football down to the turf. That would have been a, a big gain down inside the 40-yard line. But it falls incomplete, 9.07 left to go here. And I believe, uh, yeah, it'll be Seeley back in there for his second punt of the night. Boy, if I'm a quarterback, I like that target at six foot five and a big old dude out there running down in the middle of the field. That's Zach Kitten. So it's a fourth down situation here. Saints to say will have to punt from their own 43 yard line. Again, Seeley averages 41.4 yards per kick this year. It's kind of a wobbly kick here off. It's going to bounce at the 30 yard line. Takes a Saints to say a bounce to the 25. Down to about the 23-yard line. It's going to be down there by Kitten. So we got eight minutes and 56 seconds to play here in the second quarter. He's seeing St. Cecilia out on top of UTAN tonight by a score of 13-0. The Hawks, the number one ranked team in Class C2, but the number two seed in the Class C2 state tournament field this year. Behind Battle Creek, a team that's going to see the Donovan Trumbull Cardinals tonight. They got a home game up there. 
And boy, I get asked an awful lot as we get into playoff time. They, people around have uh, said, you've seen Saints of Cecilia. What do you know about the rest of the bracket? I said, well, I know there's David City Aquinas, and I know there's Battle Creek, and they're very familiar to uh, state championships. Probably going to come out of one of there, but stranger things have happened. But uh, three good, good football teams left in this uh, C2 bracket. All right, Wyatt Zug has got the ball. The quarterback, he throws it to the far side. That ball is going to be right through this. Fingertips, the intended receiver, Scott Wooster. Wooster was open out there at about the 30-yard line, but that one goes whistling right on by his fingertips. Incomplete pass, second down and 10. Well, and not only is the rushing yards coming at a uh, at a premium here tonight, nine, actually 10 carries now and just 33 yards for UTAN. After the first completion to the from the quarterback, Zug, to Wooster, it has been four consecutive incompletions, so one of five passing, just four yards. And 33 yards on the ground, so a team that was coming in, putting up a well over 360 yards of total offense. They are struggling here tonight. St. Cecilia's defense can make you uh, struggle all you want on offense. There's a uh, pitch back, and again, they're going to be chopped down trying to get outside. St. Cecilia's just got too much speed to get outside on this uh, defense. That's a feast trying to get the ball outside, and he's going to be zacked. Uh, Zach Kitten brings him down, a loss of about a yard in the play back here at the 20-yard line, third down and 11. Well, and again, 1,600-yard uh, rusher coming in. He's been the guy that's carried the load for UTAN in this season. Five carries tonight and just 10 yards for Feast. All right, so the clock is running. We're at eight minutes and 34 seconds. Now we've got UTAN coming out of their huddle, and they've got wide receivers all over the place with one lone setback behind Wyatt Zug, the quarterback, as he looks over the defense. Zug wants to throw, backs up. Here comes the pressure. Zug gets away. Zug is into the open. He's going to have the first down and more across the 30, 35, 40. Fumbles the football. That's going to be covered out here by uh, Utan at about the 44-yard line. So Zug covers the or Zug c- carries the ball there for Utan, and he fumbles it away. It's covered up by the Chieftains. Saints to say had some players around it, but couldn't come up with it. It's recovered by Utan, so it's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Not the way you probably drew it up on the chalkboard, but it's setting at the 43-yard line. Exactly. Biggest play of the night, 23 yards there on that play. And again, the defensive line got in there, put pressure, forced Zug right up the middle of the field, a couple of missed tackles. 23 yards later after the fumble, now they've got a first and 10 at the 43. All right, eye formation again. Here's a reverse play coming to this side. With a football there is going to be Parker Strand. And Strand is going to be chopped down after about a two-yard gain. That's a Sam Clark into the stop there for St. Cecilia. Also Seth Kierkegaard. So they're, they're trying just about anything to, to try to get some positive yardage here. They go with a little uh, split-end reverse here to uh, Parker Strand. He gets a couple of yards as he inches the ball close to the 45-yard line, second down and eight. Well, and Zach Kitten and uh, Seth Kierkegaard on this side did exactly what all good defensive linemen do, stay home. They weren't going to get out around them. They were able to bring him down for just a two-yard gain. Going to bring up second down and eight. The ball at the 45. 7-11 left to go here in the first half. Four wide receivers out here. Zug wants to throw. Throws it near side. It's going to be caught by Strand. 45 down to the St. Cecilia 40. Stumbles forward down to the 38-yard line. So a quick pass out here to a Parker Strand as he carries the ball for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Down here at the St. Cecilia 39-yard line. That's a Grant Schmidt under the stop for Hastings St. Cecilia. 
So first and 10 now for you, Tan. They're trailing in the ball game by a score of 13 to nothing. Just under seven minutes to play here in the second quarter. And I believe this is the first trip inside St. Cecilia territory tonight for you, Tan. That was a 16-yard pass and catch down to Strand. They've got it at the St. Cecilia 39. Roosters, your wide receivers split to the right side of the formation. They want to throw the ball again across the middle. It's going to be caught. Across the 30, down to the 25, down to the 24-yard line. Pass completion there to a Michael Kelly, the other tight end. That's only his 10th reception of the year, but he picks up another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. And now Utan finding a little success passing the football against his St. Cecilia defense. Back-to-back pass plays, 16 yards and 15 yards respectively, fourth first down, and by far the best drive mounted here by the Chieftains. They've got it down at the Hawk 24-yard line. Plenty of time left here, 6-20 and counting. Backs in the I formation again. Wide receivers left and right for Wyatt Zug. The quarterback hands the ball away. That's going to be Feast with the ball. He slides through there. He's at the 15, down to the 10, down to the 5, 3-yard line. Cody Feast finds a big, big hole on the right side of the offensive line there. Takes the ball all the way down to, let's say they're marked a football down to 4-yard line. That's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. And it is now first down and goal for the Chieftains of Utan. First down number 5. And on this drive, very impressive. That offensive line did a good job there. They got the running back Feast, a big hole off the right side. And for Feast, that is six carries now and 30 yards. That was 20 on that carry as he hurdled the defender down at about the 10, 12-yard line and was able to take it all the way down to the five. First and goal here for UTAN. All right, Zimba in the backfield. Also a feast in the backfield in the I formation from about the three-yard line. Here's Zimba. He's going to get the carry. He just goes uh, straight ahead behind that big offensive line. Picks up a couple of yards in the play, but that's going to bring up a second-down situation. Five minutes and 45 seconds to play here in the second quarter. If you tan can stuff this baby in here, Jimmy, they're, they're back into the ball game. This is a big drive here for the Chieftains. Well, it really is. St. Cecilia just nonchalantly has got out to a 13 to nothing lead, but by far the best drive put together tonight for UTAN. After a gain of two yards, going to break up second down and goal. They've got it at the three-yard line. Here's a quick pitch. It's going to go to Feast, and he's going to be chopped down in the backfield. Great defensive play there by Hastings St. Cecilia. Getting through there is going to be Zach Kitten. Zitten comes off of that corner here on that right side. Chops down to Feast as the ball is going to be pushed back here to the three-yard line. So now it's third down and goal from the three of St. Cecilia. And we'll see what the uh, Chieftains like to do here. Ball is on the near side hash, so a lot of running room to the right side. But we'll see if they can get outside of this St. Cecilia defense. They're going to send Wooster as a wide receiver to that side. They're going to split out Feast now as a wide receiver to the left. Third down and goal from the three-yard line. Here's a Zug with the ball. He backs up, wants to throw it. He does. The ball is going to be tipped and is nearly intercepted. Tipped by Hunter Fisher. The intended receiver was Michael Kelly in the end zone there for Utan. So on third down and three, they go with a pass play. And now Utan is in kind of a tough spot here. Fourth down and goal at the Saints of Saint three yard line. You're already trailing in the ball game by a score of 13 to nothing with just 438 to play in quarter number two. Well, and I think you go for it here. You're trailing 13 to nothing. You really haven't got anything going all night offensively. You finally found some life. But you need six points. You don't want to go for the three here, and that's what they'll do. They'll line up in the I formation. It'll be Feast, the tailback. Zug will be up under center here. Fourth down and call. All right, Zug waiting for the ball here. Turns, hands the ball away. No, he's going to fake the ball. He's going to try to race to the outside. He's at the five. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. That was a great fake by Wyatt Zug. 
Jimmy, the quarterback, as he fakes the ball to Feast. Coming to the left side of the formation, he just uh, hides the ball and takes it around the right end. And he, it was a, it was a foot race to the corner of the end zone. And uh, Zug gets in there, so Utan is on the scoreboard. Well, and Hunter Fisher tried to get out there and bring him down. They went to the long side of the field. They had the football on the left hash. And then, uh, again, Zug just took it off, had a whole lot of real estate to run there. Fisher had an opportunity, but it was a diving stab. He didn't get a hold of him. And a fourth and goal from three yards out. Zug takes it in. Now the PAT pending here. Utan back in this game. All right, 13-6 to six is the score. This is uh, Michael Kelly on his uh, attempt at the PAT, and it's going to sail off with the left side. It is no good. It is no good. So it's a seven-point ball game. The PAT sails wide to the left side. So we've got a timeout now, four minutes and 31 seconds to play in the first half. It's Hastings St. Cecilia 13 and Utan 6. Students are back to school, and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Brazell, Gene Shaw crowded in the uh, Hawks Nest here tonight. Welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings. In the Hawk Nest for yeah. another week here. The St. Cecilia is out on top by a score of 13 to 6 over UTAN. I'm not sure whether our portable heater is, is putting off the, the heater or our new light. It is nice and toasty up here. In the hawk nest. Oh, what can we whine for next? Well, I'd... We're waiting for the heating and air conditioning system, but they said that's on the one and six-year plan here for the uh, hawk's nest. I was informed the elevator was probably not going to be in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's 13-6 uh, to six is the score. Enjoy the night's second round of the state high school football playoffs tonight here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Here comes the run-up on the boot, and they're going to kick it along the ground. Clark is going to pick it up for St. Cecilia and go to a knee. That might have been the smartest move I have seen out of opposing teams coming into Duncan Field in recent weeks, and that's uh, to kick the ball short. You're not going to give up anything, even if you kick it down here to the 33-yard line, because all chances are that Dayton Seeley or Hunter Fisher would bring it back across the 33 anyway. So probably a smart move there for UTAN. Yeah, very dangerous return, man, and uh, exactly. You don't want to give them a, a head start and get to some speed and get to the outside. Seeley's run, I believe, six touchdowns back uh, or six returns back for touchdowns here comes the snap and again some problems grant schmidt's got to cover it up here at the 30 yard line so uh, poppy couldn't get the uh, snap back that time to schmidt he's got to cover things up saints to say it fumbled away their first offensive snap of the ball game after they recovered the uh, opening kickoff on a fumble from utan so two teams traded fumbles if you're just joining us saints to say is now out on top of utan here in the state playoffs by the score of 13 to 6 you hate the tan standing right toe-to-toe here with the Blue Hawks. Here's a Grant Schmidt on second down and about 13 yards to go. He's going to run the ball straight ahead. Grant Schmidt across the 35 out to the 40 to the 42-yard line. Nothing fancy there. They just spread the field, and Grant Schmidt gets a snap and goes straight ahead. Picks up a, a lot of running room out to the 42-yard line. 
A pickup of about nine yards in the play for Grant Schmidt on the quarterback keeper straight up the pipe there as they bring the ball to the 41-yard line. That's going to bring up a third down situation, though. Third down and about two yards to go. St. Cecilia working from our left to our right here in this second quarter of play. We're down to 3.23 to go. Alex Tino is your wide receiver split to the left side. Going with him is going to be, looks like uh, Sam Clark is going to be in the slot to the left side. And now Grant Schmidt wants to call a timeout. Schmidt got up to the line of scrimmage, looked over the defense, and, and calls the timeout. His timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body, 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. The holidays have arrived at Bob Sass Flowers and the store is bursting with the latest holiday decor. Receive 20% savings store-wide at the holiday sale now through November 14th. Hi, this is Amy and I want to personally invite you to come and experience the exciting new Christmas decor that is sure to complete any home with warmth and holiday spirit. You'll find wreaths, candles, swags, tablescapes, and much more. Bob Sass Flowers is celebrating 60 years of bringing joy to families and homes with flowers and home decor. Real people delivering real love. 1230 KHAS. Six-man semifinals tonight. You've got Riverside jumping all over the Silver Lake Mustangs there in the second quarter of play tonight. Riverside 46 and Silver Lake 8 in six-man football action tonight. Better than semifinals. We ventured into eight-man football this week. Exeter Milligan and Kennesaw, they ought to try a six-man game. It's a wild game. <laughs> third down here for Hastings St. Cecilia. Third down and three yards to go from their own 42-yard line. Schmidt has got the ball. He's going to run it himself. Fisher out in front of him. And Schmidt is going to have the first down as he plows his way across the 45 out to the 48-yard line. So another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Tackle is made in there by Colton Feast. Feast, a six foot two, 205 pound sophomore, a defensive tackle there by uh, Utan. So the ball is sitting at the 48 yard line of St. Cecilia. We still got three minutes to play here in the second quarter. Blue Hawks have the lead over Utan by the score of 13 to 6. Alex Tino splitting out wide to the left side. You've got Clark going with him. One lone setback in the uh, backfield along with the quarterback, Grant Schmidt. That's going to be Hunter Fisher. Or rather, uh, it's going to be Hunter Fisher in the backfield along with uh, the quarterback, Grant Schmidt. They hand the ball away to Hunter. He just goes straight ahead here to the 45-yard line. He is a chop down there by Utan. And then the stop there for the Chieftains that time was a Peyton Pierce. Peyton Pierce making the stop there for Utan. So Fisher picks up two yards in a play, second down, and eight yards to go. Ball resting between the 49 and the 50-yard line. Chris Lee, again, is your wide receiver, split to the left side of the formation. Tino comes to the right side. Zach Kitten is your tight end, lined up to the left side of the formation. Grant Schmidt and Hunter Fisher in the backfield. On second down and about nine yards to go from the 49-yard line of St. Cecilia. Schmidt has got the ball, hands it away. Fisher goes straight ahead. Fisher picks up two, maybe three yards right in the uh, teeth of the buzzsaw again of this defense for Utan. He is uh, stopped on the play there by... Three or four white shirts. And now it's going to bring up another third down situation here. Third down and about seven yards to go. The Hawks don't look too anxious here in the second quarter with just a 13-6 to lead. They look like they don't want to take a shot at maybe getting in the end zone here. Yeah, just really nonchalantly walking around down there. We talked about Dayton Seeley, the injury he sustained last week. He has been in on the first series of downs, but he has not been in on offense since then. He stands down there. I've seen 
Gene Parks with his arm around him, uh, talking with him a little bit, but uh, just keeping Seeley out, hoping to get him 100%. There's a Grant Schmidt. He wants to throw the football, cocks the arm, pulls it back down, throws it now downfield, a jump ball down here again, off of the fingertips of Kitten down around the 25-yard line. A great defensive play there by uh, Scott Wooster. As he uh, climbs the ladder along with Kitten, incomplete pass. And it's going to bring up a fourth down situation. Got Seeley. He's going to come into the ball game now to punt. Uh, like you said, he hasn't been a, a major force here in this ball game yet. They no, have a, and I they have a tweaked his ankle or something there. Well, either tweaked it. I I walked right beside him in uh, pregame warmups, and he appeared to really be stretching that out. I know it was a, a leg injury of some sorts, and must be still hampering. Seeley just a little bit. He hasn't uh, really been a factor in this ball game here tonight, although he will be in to punt the football away. Fourth down and six yards to go from the 47-yard line. Seeley gets it away. End over and kick is going to bounce here and is going to take a Saints to see a bounce. And they're going to pick it up back there. Here comes Utan back with the ball at the 10-yard line, going to the far side. He's at the 15, and he's brought down there. So Utan trying to bring the ball back there. Returned by Brylin. Menachucci bringing the ball back there for a, for a Utan. I'll tell you what, that was that was dangerous. That was very dangerous. That was an end-over-end kick from Seeley, and when it hit the turf, it immediately vaulted forward all the way down inside the 10-yard line around the 5, and then he picks it up with a couple of hawks down there. He was able to take it to the far side of the field. He's got guts. Yeah, picked up about 12 to 13 yards on the return, so with – 56 seconds left to go here. It is 13 to 6 St. Cecilia lead. Utan with the football at the 18 yard line. All right, so uh, Wyatt Zug comes up now under center there for uh, Utan as he's going to hand the ball away. It's going to go straight ahead with some uh, running room there off a of right tackle as they bring the ball up there. That's Cody Feast with the ball as he brings it close to the 25 yard line. A pickup of about seven yards in a play, second down and three yards to go. Under uh, four, uh, 40 seconds to play now, and quickly, Utan is up to the line of scrimmage here. The Chieftains are trailing in the ballgame on a score of 13-6. to six. Back set up in the I formation. Again, they hand the ball away to a feast. He slips a couple of tacklers across the 30, out to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That's a pickup of about 10 yards in the play by Cody Feast. And now Utan, I think, wants to burn a timeout. Yes, they do. So Utan gets a first down, and now they want to talk things over here. 23 seconds to play in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. 23 seconds to play in the second period. We'll take a break. Saints to say 13, Utan 6. Insurance plus financial services means more than insurance. They have a full line of investments plus life, health, and long-term care. Also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington in Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back at the Hawks Nest. We're at Duncan Field in Hastings. This is the Class C2 State High School football playoffs on 1230 KHAS. Winner of this ball game will get the winner of the game going on in David City tonight between Aquinas Catholic and Sutton. That ball game just about ready to uh, kick off here in a couple of minutes. We'll get some scores for you coming up at halftime, although most of the games are starting at 6.30 or 7 o'clock. We do see that Oakland Craig has jumped out on top of Gibbon tonight 
in the second quarter. Six to nothing is the score there in Class C2. So some good matchups here in the class tonight with some area teams. And off to the ball game tonight, we'll have the scores on the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. So stay with us here on 1230 KHIS. First down, 10 yards to go. Utan with the ball on their own 35-yard line. Zug wants to throw, backs up under pressure. Zug rolls to his right, and then he's tripped up here in the backfield. Tripped up in the backfield. He's going to go down. Tackle is made under by Seth Kierkegaard. For St. Cecilia, I think he was already down in the seat of his pants there and just kind of reached up there and got the uh, shoe tops of Zug as he was scrambling around. And that's going to be the last play of the the second quarter. His time is going to expire here in the first half of play. So we have reached halftime tonight here at Duncan Field. A good ball game between Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Utan. The Blue Hawks scoring the first couple of touchdowns, but Utan coming right back there at the four-minute and 31-second mark of the second quarter to get on the scoreboard. We've got a tight ball game here at halftime. So we have reached halftime. The end of the second quarter, we'll take a break with the score. Hastings Saints is saying 13, Utan 6. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Deals this week, a 2015 Nissan Altima and a 2015 Dodge Challenger SXT. They're great buys at Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street, Hastings. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Halftime show is brought to you by Tice Auto Care. Tice is your full-service total car care service center. Everything from tune-ups to complete overhauls. With over 40 years in business, you can trust that Mike and the pros at Tice Auto Care can keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. Tice Auto Care located at 3rd in Denver in downtown Hastings. Scoring in the first half of play tonight. Again, the, the two teams traded turnovers right off the bat as Utan fumbled the opening kickoff. It was recovered by St. Cecilia. But the Hawks, they come right back and fumble on the very first snap offensively. So Utan got the ball back eventually and couldn't do anything with it. And then St. Cecilia eventually ended up with a thing with seven minutes to play in the first quarter. They finally got into the end zone, capping off a seven-play, 41-yard drive. Hunter Fisher took it in from 13 yards out to PAT good. So St. Cecilia had to lead by a score of 7 to nothing. Hawks coming back. They score early in the second quarter, capping off a five-play 43-yard drive. It was a seven-yard touchdown run by Zach Kitten. The point after touchdown was blocked. St. Cecilia had to lead by a score of 13 to nothing. And then later on in the second quarter, their best drive of this first half as Utan finally got something going. 11 plays and 79 yards on a fourth down and goal from the three-yard line. Wyatt Zug took it in to the corner of the end zone for a touchdown. The point after was no good. So that's the way we stand here at halftime with a score 
of 13 to 6. After St. Cecilia jumped out to the two touchdown lead, they just kind of looked like they were going through the motions out there. I think they, they lost a lot of intensity after they jumped out on top 13 to nothing, but this game is far from being over. You tan right into the thick of things here. It's 13 to 6. Well, they really are. And uh, yeah, the intensity level has certainly dropped off. It's uh, kind of a, a stale second quarter for St. Cecilia, but again, uh, a 13 to 6 halftime lead here. And uh, Stats are pretty much uh, mirroring each other. Uh, each other, they're very close. As we'll get into them here in just a second. Your halftime stats are brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and much more. Located at the intersection of Highway Six and D Street in Hastings, shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. For UTAM in the first half, their quarterback Wyatt Zug has gone all the way. He's three of eight passing, thirty-five yards into the first half of action. UTAN has rushed the football 20 times for 97 yards, so 132 of total offense, 28 offensive plays for UTAN. Six first downs in that first half, and uh, leading the way, no surprise here, their uh, star tailback, Cody Feast, he ends the half with nine carries and 47 yards. For St. Cecilia in the first half, they did most of their damage in the first quarter. Again, a stale second quarter for the Hawks, but Grant Schmidt has gone all the way at quarterback. He is three of eight passing, 26 yards. The Hawks have rushed it 18 times for 98 yards, so 124 yards of total offense in the first half on 26 offensive plays and six first downs for St. Cecilia. Individual leaders, Hunter Fisher, eight carries, 57 yards in the first half. Grant Schmidt, five carries, 23 yards. We talked about Seeley. He got a couple of carries early for just seven yards, but we have not seen him in on offense since that time. Receiving numbers tonight, Fisher with a couple of catches and three yards, and Zach Kitten with a big catch for 23 yards. That set up the seven-yard touchdown run for Kitten, but again, this ball game is far from over, and just uh, St. Cecilia kind of nonchalantly going through the, the motions here, and they're going to have to try to get the intensity cranked back up. We're at a one-score game here. In Hastings. All right, 13 to 6 is our score. You're listening to the Tice Auto Care halftime show here on 1230 KHAS. Tomorrow, the Hastings College football team will play their final regular season game at home as they take on the Dort Defenders tomorrow over at the Osborne Sports Complex. We got head coach Tony Harper standing by here at halftime. We'll take a one minute break, come back and hear from the coach as we continue on the Tice Auto Care halftime show on 1230 KHAS. Get more than you expect Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Simmons, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Back at halftime, we we'll spent a couple of minutes with Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper. The Broncos will be 
playing their final game at home tomorrow against the uh, Dort Defenders and Coaches uh, Seniors Day. It's always a, a special day on campus, not only for the seniors, but for the entire football team. Yeah, it really is. It is a special day for the coaches as well, you know, because this is kind of our first recruiting class that we started from the recruiting season from the beginning of that to the end of that. So, you know, to see these guys come out one more time on, on the turf and, and be able to break it down in the middle of the field on the Power H, you know, it's a special day. And then a lot of parents are able to come back and, you know, a lot of them live great distances away and to see them be able to come back and watch their son play I think it's you know it's a special day and it's it's a very important day that we have Hastings sitting at three and five in the season after picking up a win last week over Midland. Didn't think that 15 points was going to win it, but we did. 15 to seven over uh, Midland on the road last week. Yeah, it was, it was a good defensive game, you know, um, for us. I thought we did some good things there. You know, anytime you can hold a team under 300 yards of total offense, I think you're, you should be successful, um, especially when you get three turnovers and do some things like that. So I thought the defense played pretty well. Um, offensively, you look at the stats and everything like that. I mean, from the 20 to the 20, they were just moving the ball at will. We just, when we get in that red zone, we didn't win the individual battle or we may have put the ball on the turf or what have you, but we were right there. We just got to take that next step. There was a couple mistakes on special teams, a couple missed uh, field goals, but I thought we punted the ball extremely well and I thought we covered pretty well. So it, it was uh, interesting. It was an ugly game, but we got the win. Yeah, you got 15 points. You would think we didn't have any offense, but we had 432. We missed a couple of field goals. You mentioned the uh, two uh, red zone turnovers. This things we got to clean up, but we had a pretty good day offensively. Yeah, you, you can't be you can't be disappointed with what we did over there on that side of the football. Obviously, we're we're disappointed in not being able to get more points on the board. But at times, that's what's going to happen. You know, if you're if you want to become a good football program, football team, you got to win the ugly games. You got to be able when one side of the ball. I think we talked about this after the game. When one side is struggling, the other side's got to pick it up, and we haven't had that in the past couple of years. So, um, you know, we were able to get some young guys in there, Anthony. Floyd at running back and doing some different things like that. So we got to make sure we take advantage of every opportunity we have. And we got a different uh, breed of cats, so to speak, coming in here to uh, tomorrow. The Dort Defenders, a team that wants to run the football, they do out of the, the kind of the triple option which we have not seen all year long. This is about the only team in the conference that runs this. Yeah, and now this is the one that, that set the tempo for the zone read and the ride and all that stuff you see nowadays. It's, you know, it's like the wing T. Everything is predicated off this. And I'm kind of an old school guy. I, I dig watching this option stuff throughout the week, you know, except for the week that we're playing these guys. <laughs> you would. You would like this stuff. Hey, I love it. I love it. I grew up watching the old wishbone and doing some <laughs> things like that. So, um, But it, it, it's tough. It does stress us, and we, you know, we don't see a lot of this, especially with the speed that they bring and the motion that they bring so it's something that we really focused on all this week and hopefully the guys can take it from Monday through Thursday and put it on the field on Saturday. Where does this stress the defense the most? You know to be honest with you and this is going to sound a little weird it's going to stress us uh, on the back end and it's going to stress us at the inside linebacker. Not so much the D-line because I think those guys understand where their fits are and what they got to do it's going to stress us an inside linebacker because depending on the call it's going to adjust who we got if you got the dive, you got the dive. But if we bring a pressure here or a line game here, then you guys forget about the dive and you got to get to the quarterback, for example. So those guys have to know the calls and they have to be disciplined and get to their man every single time. And then you talk about the back end. We got to make sure that we don't just send that free or that strong right down hard off of that roof because you will get play action pass. You will get some different things like that. Uh, and then as an overall team, it's tackling. I mean, they're going to be in the open field and, and we got to tackle. 
Reggie uh, Washington is the new quarterback for uh, Doherty. Took over a couple of weeks ago. He's a freshman. Talk about him. He really is, is what makes everything go here. He is. He's the trigger man for it. Um, you know, and you can tell he has experience in some type of option-based offense. His reads are really good. You know, a lot of guys who aren't an option quarterback will bow away from that line of scrimmage. That allows the roof players to get down, allows the linebackers to, to, to string that thing out at the – line of scrimmage but what he does is he attacks the option guy he attacks the read guy so if you're if you're the read guy and that quarterback's attacking if i don't have the quarterback and i got the pitch you're kind of caught in no man's land so it's all about leveraging uh the hip it's all about understanding who you got and making sure he holds that ball as long as possible they they don't throw the football a lot so maybe the key tomorrow is uh, getting on on top of these guys in the first quarter with a couple of scores yeah we got to be able to to get points on the board um we got to make sure that we can flip the field position when we don't get the points on the board make them go the whole length of the field because you know again it's like any option offense the ball will be put on the ground at times and we have to take advantage of it but you know, we defensively, this is going to be a stressful game for us, to be quite honest with you, like it has been the last couple of weeks. Because Midland, we had to shut down that offense. You know, this week we got to shut down that offense and get that ball back to our offense. So it's basically you're going to see a lot of guys rolling in and out, and it's going to see. You know, we got to make sure we stay disciplined with it. Offensively, it looks like this is a team that we we can attack uh, defensively. They give up a lot of yards. They give up a lot of points. Looks like we could have a big day offensively tomorrow. Yeah, that's the expectation, you know, um, as always. But, again, we got to make sure we don't try and do too much early on. We can't go for the home run every single time. we got to take what they can give us. I know that's an old adage and coach speak and all that other stuff. But, you know, we got to make sure we're reading if they're one high or two high. we got to make sure we see the hole in the zone. we got to make sure we reestablish the line of scrimmage um, all the way down down the length of the field. we got to make sure we communicate on what we're seeing every time we come off the sidelines. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. And Hastings indoor tomorrow. Kickoff will be at 1 out at the Osborne Sports Complex. Pre-game show begins at noon here on 1230 KHS. We at Gary Michaels Clothiers are thankful. Thankful for the past 32 years in Hastings and now two years on the bricks in Kearney. We've been blessed to have such loyal customers. Friends. We'll always strive to provide top quality men's and ladies clothing and accessories. We offer personal service, professional tailoring, and attention to detail. Purchase any item and receive a second of equal or lesser value at one half off, excluding Brighton and special order. Even suits, sports coats, leather jackets, the entire store's included. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers. Thankful event in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service Irrigation Engine Headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Right, welcome back to the Tyson Care Halftime Show here tonight at Duncan Field. Again, St. Cecilia out on top of UTAN by the score of 13-6. A lot of the other playoff games just now getting started. Class A, Bellevue West has jumped out on top of Norfolk. It is nothing. They are in the first quarter of play. No score between Omaha Central and uh, Millard North. Check that. Miller North just scored. Miller North out on top of Omaha Central, 7 to nothing in the first quarter. No score between uh, Omaha North and Omaha West Side. No score between Millard West and Papillion La Vista South. In Class B, just getting started, Aurora and Gretna tonight. At halftime, McCook is out on top of Plattsmouth by a score of 14 to 6. No score between Elkhorn South and York. 
And likewise, no score between Lincoln Pius and Omaha Scott. Class C1 here tonight. Just getting started, Columbus Scotus and Ashland Greenwood. Also, Wilbur Claytonia and Central City just getting started. Halftime score, Holdridge 7, Boystown 7. Halftime score, Bishop Newman out on top. Nope, it's uh, Bishop Newman 14 and Norfolk Catholic 14. In Class C2, here's what we have so far. Battle Creek is out on top of Donovan Trumbull. The score is 7 to nothing. It's uh, Oakland Craig leading Gibbon tonight by a score of 13 to 7. Aquinas and Sutton just now getting started. And you've got uh, the halftime score here. Hastings St. Cecilia uh, leading Utan by the score of 13 to 6. In the six man ranks here, in the semifinals, you've got Riverside at halftime leading Silver Lake tonight, 62 to 8. And a final score in on the other side of the, the bracket, the other side of things, you've got St. Edward beating Hyannis today by a score of 45 to 20. So St. Edward will play. For the uh, state title in Class D6, or the uh, D6 uh, man ranks, they'll play uh, next week at Foster Field in Kearney. Riverside, again, has got the lead over Silver Lake by a score of 52-8 to eight at halftime. 13-6, to six, our score here. Acing Saints to say with a lead over UTAN. And while we were chatting with uh, Coach Harper, Jimmy and I uh, just discussing the, the first half, after Saints to say scored the first two touchdowns, they just kind of went to... Vanilla on offense, and then not a whole lot going after that, that first couple of series. Yeah, St. Cecilia only able to uh, muster up about 49 yards of total offense in that second quarter. That's just uh, absolutely heard of, and the intensity level sure has dropped off. And uh, as you you said, very vanilla play calling from Seth Elley, offensive coordinator. Going to be an interesting second half. Usually St. Cecilia's got games well in hand at uh, halftime, but it's only a one-score game at 13 to six, and we'll see what happens. The Hawks will get the football to start this second half when we do get underway. Well, Chunk on uh, Dayton Seeley again. He's been basically used as a, a punter so far in his first half of play. First, uh, the, he played the first couple of series, but I don't know if Dayton got to shaking him out there and uh, re-injured his his leg or what. But he has not uh, seen a whole lot of playing time on the offensive side of the ball. So far in this first half for St. Cecilia. Well, if they can survive this round and uh, get into the next round, they're definitely going to need him. So uh, hopefully just a case that uh, precautionary measures keeping him out so he's full strength when he gets ready to go into uh, next week's game. They're going to need him in the semis and if they would make it to Lincoln in the finals. So hopefully I, that's the, the case there. I, I don't think you can worry about it right now. The 13-6 ball game, you're in a dogfight here with a team that's come to Hastings, and they're fighting for their lives themselves in U10. Well, they really have. And uh, defensively for St. Cecilia, they did a great job on UTAN's offense, keeping the likes of uh, Cody Feast, keeping him pretty well in check through the first quarter. But then Feast was able to get uh, some positive yards, picked up 47 yards on nine carries in that uh, second quarter, and they were able to find some life throwing the football around a little bit and uh, kind of spreading that Hawk defense out. So, again, uh, just a one-score ball game here, 13-6. to St. Cecilia clinging on to a, just a uh, seven-point lead. All right, our halftime show has been brought to you by Tice Auto Care. Tice is your full-service total car care service center. Everything from tune-ups to complete overhauls. With over 40 years in business, you can trust that Mike and the pros at Tice Auto Care can keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. Tyson Care located at 3rd in Denver in downtown Hastings. So it's a 13-6 ball game. Hastings St. Cecilia out on top here in this second-round game in Class C2. Anyway, I'd like to go to a dance sometime when Tim Farmer's got his music all cranked up here. He's got some good tunes 
He's got some good tunes that the fans enjoy here at halftime. Was it uh, memory serves me right? Don't you have very similar home phone numbers? Oh, yeah, we used to some years back that uh, when the farmers were having a a get together, so to speak, in the evening. Yeah, we had neighbors calling. (laughs) No, you don't want the wills. You you want the farmers. (laughs) Yeah, we had like a a phone number. My my telephone used to be like one digit off. Yeah. And I I used to get calls for uh, Tim Farmer all the time. (laughs) Personal secretary. Yeah. All right. We're set to go here for the uh, second half. He sings St. Cecilia will get the ball first. The Hawks moving from our right to our left here in this uh, second half of play. Kelly is going to kick off for Utan. So the Chieftains have got some momentum here. They're within the seven points of St. Cecilia as we start this second half of play as they knock it down along the ground. St. Cecilia will pick it up. It's Hunter Fisher getting the ball. He's going to be tackled back here. Great job there by the Chieftains as he brings the ball back to the 27-yard line. And bringing the ball down on special teams and making the tackle, tackle is Preston Pierce. So St. Cecilia, they need to go back to what they were doing in the first two series here. Of course, that was with uh, Dayton Seeley in the uh, backfield. We'll see if he'll get a start here in this uh, second half of play, and he will not. No, he is right down here in front of us and uh, favoring that left leg again. So I don't know that we're going to see Seeley other than maybe just punting the football. All right, Grant Schmidt is going to send Hunter Fisher in motion. They swing the ball out there. Hunter grabs the ball. Hunter is going to be tripped up as he stumbles forward across the 30 to the 35-yard line. Utan got their hands on him just as he was coming out of the backfield. But Hunter Fisher, boy, he's got good balance. He just keeps uh, going forward as he's going to be knocked down here at the 35-yard line. Actually, a pickup of eight yards and a play, second down and two. Third catch of the night out of the backfield for Fisher. That one good for eight positive yards now. Fisher uh, receiving yards, 11. And a gain of eight, second down and two. Here, the ball out the 35-yard line. Yeah, now Sam Clark's going to be running in the uh, backfield for St. Cecilia. Hunter Fisher's going to get the call again. He's got the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he battles his way across the 40 onto the 42-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the Utan Chieftains. And coming up to uh, make the stop was Strand. Parker Strand credited with a tackle there for Utan, but that's a first down out here at the 42-yard line. Just underway here in the second half. He's seen St. Cecilia's got the lead over UTAN by the score of 13-6. Hawks sending two wide receivers to the left side. That's Alex Tino. And also uh, Sam Clark's put out here to the left side of the formation. Here's a handoff again. That's going to go to Hunter Fisher to the 46-yard line. Or rather, Grant Schmidt. He just goes uh, straight ahead with that one. Grant Schmidt carries it from the 42 to the 45-yard line. A pickup of three yards in a play. Second down and seven yards to go. 10.45 to play here in the third quarter from Duncan Field here tonight. The winner gets either Aquinas Catholic or Sutton coming up uh, next Friday night. If Aquinas Catholic wins that one and St. Cecilia wins, we'll be back here at Duncan Field next week. Second down and seven yards to go. St. Cecilia with the ball on their own 45-yard line. They spread the field here. Wide receivers all over the place. Grant Schmidt waiting for the ball. He's got it. He backs up, surveys the field, dances to his right. Here comes the pressure. He's hitting down. He goes. He is sacked back here at the 40-yard line. Grant Schmidt goes down. Tackle is made in there by a variety of chieftains getting in there. Jaden Stewart was one of them there for UTAN. That's the first time tonight that uh, Grant Schmidt has been sacked on the play. And it's now third down and 10 yards to go for the Blue Hawks at the 41-yard line. Well, and that was just a coverage sack. There was tremendous coverage downfield on all of the Hawk wideouts. Boy, they were all covered up like a blanket out there, and then Schmidt, the pocket, broke down. 
and just tried to get something positive, but loses nearly three and a half yards. Going to bring up a third. We'll call it 11, the football back at the 41-yard line. All right, so a big play here for St. Cecilia at 9.38 to play in the third quarter. That's Clark going in motion again. Schmidt wants to throw, throws it out here. But that's uh, going to be Hunter Fisher with the ball. Breaks away, 40-45-50, 45-40. Still on his feet down to the 35-yard line and run down from behind. A little uh, screen pass set up here. Tackle is made downfield there by Kobe Feast. And now Hunter Fisher is slow in getting up. This is not good news as Hunter Fisher is slow in getting up down here at the 33-yard line. Seeley is already on the sidelines for St. Cecilia. Now Hunter Fisher is slow in getting up here for the Blue Hawks after picking up a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Well, and look who is right there to make sure that uh, he is all right. That was Dayton Seeley. He was one of the first guys out there checking on his teammate. And, boy, Gene Parks with uh, Hunter Fisher. But, boy, he is very slow and very gingerly. This does not look good. Yeah, he looks like he's favored maybe his uh, shoulder or something. We'll keep our eyes on that. Now we're going to see who's going to run in the backfield. As all of a sudden, the offensive coaches kind of look around, Jimmy, and they're saying, who are we going to put in there now? And they're going to take the uh, jerseys off down here. And uh, well, we got a jersey change going on here. This could be a Zach Glass. Yeah, it is. Zach Glass he might be switching jerseys. He's been playing uh, with a number 55, but he might be in there as a tailback now for Saints to say. So they're going to switch his jersey back over to number 30. So Zach Glass, an emergency uh Ball carrier here going to switch jerseys. He's been playing at left guard for St. Cecilia the past couple of weeks. But now Zach Glass is going to put his number 30 jersey on Jimmy, and he'll be at the tailback with both Hunter Fisher and Dayton Seeley on the sidelines now with injuries. Unbelievable turn of events, and we see Seeley trying to get loosened up here over here on the sidelines. But again, Fisher right down in front of us. He is in extreme pain. Boy, this does not look good. And we talked about uh, how Dominant St. Cecilia has been with Seeley and Fisher in the lineup. Now neither one of them in there. This is a whole new look uh, Hawk offense now. Wow. This could be the turning point of the season for the Blue Hawks right here. Nine minutes to play in the third quarter. St. Cecilia with a lead by a score of 13-6 to six with their top two running backs now on the sideline. St. Cecilia with a first down. Handoff is going to go to Clark. He is going to be hitting. Down he goes. So they go right back to a running play there. Sam Clark is going to get the, the bulk of the carries. Now Glass is going to be the fullback in this offense. No gain in the play for Clark. And you're right, Dayton Seeley. He's, he's trying to get loosened up down there, but you see him when he tries to take off, he's shaking his head. I just don't think he can go. He's still not 100% from that injury last week. And again, boy, Hunter Fisher in a lot of pain right down here in front of us. St. Cecilia might be in trouble here. Second down. Second down, 10 yards to go. Grant Schmidt has got the ball. He just goes straight ahead as he dives his way down to about the 30-yard line. Well, it's going to bring up a third-down situation. I'll tell you what, the Saints to say a defense might have to rise to the occasion in this ball game because I don't know how much more offense Saints to say is going to have. Third down and about six yards to go. Clock is running 8.05 to play in the third quarter. It's a 13-6 ball game. Hastings Saints to say out on top. Well, and you look at the touchdowns over the year, 31 touchdowns combined between Fisher and Seeley. Both of those guys now on the bench. Boy, yeah, you hate to speculate, but uh, the mother over there talking to Gene Parks, and I'm fearful of that injury right Third there. Third down and six yards to go. A slant play is going to be caught here by a Zach Kitten. A nice catch there as Kitten hauls it in. He's got the first down across the 20-yard line down to about the 17. 
So you can't run it. You might as well throw it, and that's a good guy to throw it to. Your big old target there, your tight end, Zach Kitten. He's got the first down as he hauls it in. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he hauls it in down here at the 17-yard line. Second catch of the night for Kitten. That's good for 13. That is the Hawks' eighth first down of the night. Here's a Grant Schmidt. He's going to run the ball again. He is hit, shakes away, 15. He's down to the 10, down to the 9-yard line. So Grant Schmidt. He was hit in the backfield, but got away as he springs loose as he takes it down to about the nine-yard line. It's going to bring up a second down in one situation now for uh, Grant Schmidt and the Blue Hawks marching toward the uh, goal line here. St. Cecilia is in the Utan red zone. We've got seven minutes to play in the third quarter. Hastings St. Cecilia with a lead by the score of 13-6. to This could be a big, big insurance touchdown right here for the Blue Hawks. Clark is in the backfield to the right side of Grant Schmidt. They throw it out here. Glass grabs the ball. Glass is hit. He gets away. He's at the 10. He's at the 5-yard line. Glass dies for the end zone. Did he get in? He did not. He's going to be stopped at the 1-yard line. So Zach Glass, who makes the change from a left guard to a fullback position there for St. Cecilia, takes the ball down to the 1-yard line, and St. Cecilia is knocking on touchdown door down here. It's second down and one for the touchdown for the Hawks. That's a first down and goal now. Nifty bit of running there, ninth first down. Nifty bit of running for a left guard who gets put into the action after all the injuries. They did the jersey change down here. Glass gets the reception, takes it nine yards to the one, first and goal for the Hawks. All right, St. Cecilia out on top, 13-6 to here in the ballgame. Here's uh, Schmidt going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Clark. He takes it into the end zone for the touchdown, and St. Cecilia gets in there with 6-17 to play. Well, a good job there by the right side of that offensive line sealing off the defenders, and Clark gets the handoff now that he's been inserted in the role at the tailback, takes it in uncontested from one yard out. Now the good news is Hunter Fisher up off the bench now and walking around talking to the uh, medical staff there, so we'll keep an eye on him. But St. Cecilia gets a much-needed touchdown here in the second half, and it'll be Grant Schmidt in the game for the PAT. All right, that's the first touchdown of the season for uh, Sam Clark. Here comes the PAT now by Grant Schmidt. It is down. It is up. It is through the uprights. It is good. So with six minutes and 17 seconds to play now in the third quarter, St. Cecilia tacks on seven to score. Hastings St. Cecilia 20 and Utan 6. When you're looking for windows and doors that are durable, reliable, and energy efficient, look to the ones that builders choose most. Anderson. 400 series windows and patio doors stand up to Mother Nature, Father Time, and Old Man Winter too. See the limited warranty for details. Anderson 400 series windows and doors from Anderson. Why choose anything else? Available from Square Deal Lumber and Holstein. Buy SquareDeal.com or call them at 402-756-5881. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. The Blue Hawks scoring. That was an 11-play, 73-yard drive here in the third quarter. 20-6 now. St. Cecilia's got the lead. And again, the two top running backs for the Blue Hawks on the bench now for St. Cecilia. Well, and you talk about guys that just live and breathe this stuff. And uh, Dayton Seeley wanting to get back in the ballgame so bad. He was meeting with the medical staff here trying to get some clearance. We'll see what will happen here. But the Hawks get a much-needed touchdown. It's now 20-6, to 6-17 left to go here in the third quarter. So uh, Grant Schmidt is going to kick off here for St. Cecilia. He's waiting for the whistle. He's got it. Here comes the run-up in the boot. Now it's an end-over-end kick. It's going to come to the near side, field it at the 10-yard line, back to the 15-20. 
25 to the 30-yard line and spun down right there. Bringing the ball back is going to be Brylan Benacucci as he uh, brings the ball back here. Just shy of the 30-yard line at the uh, 29. So that's going to bring up a first down and 10 for Utans. And now we'll see what the Chieftains can do. They're trailing in the ball game by a score of 20-6. to Again, they put together one nice drive in the first half as they scored right before halftime on an 11-play, 79-yard drive. They did not do much after that or before that in this ball game. Now trailing by a couple of scores. Wyatt Zug is their quarterback. Here's Feast coming in motion to the near side. Zug, long count, flips the ball away. That's going to be a Zimba with the ball. Zimba around the left end. He moves it from the 30 out to about the 33-yard line. So a pickup of about three yards in the play. Tackle is made in there by Hastings St. Cecilia. Making the stop is Nathan Starr. Who's into the ball game now for the Blue Hawks. I think he's playing in place of a glass. Starr also played the left guard when Glass switched to a fullback on the offensive side of the ball. Boy, they got a lot of shifting going on down there with uh, with the men down on the line. Glass is going to be over on that right side. Another big part is uh, Fisher is a tremendous linebacker and not having him in the game, and we see Seeley continuing to stand on the sideline. So both of those talented individuals on the sidelines. Second down and seven yards to go. Feast gets the call. Feast across the uh, 35 out to about the 38-yard line. So uh, Cody Feast continues to carry the mail for the most part here for Utan. The Chieftains now looking at a third down in about uh, two situations. Zach Glasson on the stop there for Hastings St. Cecilia. Third down and two yards to go. Utan with the ball. They're moving from our left to our right here in the third quarter. They've got it at their own 38-yard line. Five minutes to play. Hastings St. Cecilia with a lead over Utan. The score is 20-6. to six. Wide receiver splits out to the right side. Feast comes in motion. Here's a Zug. Long count. Hands the ball away to Azimba again. Both hands on the ball as he crashes forward across the 40-yard line to the 42. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Tackle is made in there by Zach Kitten for Hastings St. Cecilia. But they get the uh, fresh set of downs here as they bring the ball to the 42-yard line. First and 10 for UTAN. That is the seventh first down for UTAN here in this ball game. A five-yard blast off the right side for the fullback Zimba. Again, good job going through there. Two hands on the football protecting that. 430 and counting in the third quarter. It's Hawks 20 and UTAN 6. Wooster, your wide receiver, is split to the right side. Backs in the eye formation. There's a uh, handoff now. It's going to go to Feast. He's into the backfield. Penalty flags down as Feast goes down here at the 40-yard line. So a loss of about three yards on the play. Braden, Poppy, and others over here for the Hastings Saints to say a defense. But, again, a penalty flag is down probably in the area of a hold here on the offensive line for U10. Yeah, a couple of them laying right, uh, right on top of each other. There's a personal foul. Personal foul, a chop block there on the Utan, and an offside call, I think. Is that what your buddy is trying to signal here? We got a uh, chop block. I think both of them saw the same thing here. So we got chop block foul on the Utan. That's going to cost them some yardage here. We're down to four minutes and 16 seconds to play here in this second quarter of play. By the way, uh, or actually the third quarter of play, Aquinas Catholic is out on top of Sutton. It is 14 to nothing in the first quarter as Aquinas has scored a couple of times against the uh, Sutton Mustangs. They're still in their first period. 14 nothing Aquinas. Gibbon is trailing Oakland Craig at halftime. The score is 20 to seven. A couple of C2 results. 
So first down and long now following the big penalty there on UTAN. There's a ball thrown to the far side. It's going to be caught by Feast out here at the 38-yard line and then ridden out of bounds. So a completed pass from the 26 on to about the 38-yard line. A pickup of 12 yards in the play. That was a nice pass there by Wyatt Zug to Cody Feast as he hauls it in. Now it's a more manageable set, uh, situation here. Second down and about 13 yards to go for UTAN. Well, a good open field tackle there by Grant Schmidt. Feast has got some great speed, but he was out on one-on-one coverage there, and Feast with the football was brought down just before he could get to the 40-yard line. So a second down, second down and 14, the ball at the 38. Backs again in the I formation. Wyatt Zug backs up. He pops one over the middle. It's going to be caught at the 50-yard line inside St. Cecilia territory. Very close to a first down. They get it across the middle to their big old tight end, Michael Kelly, as he hauls it in. Tackle is made in there by Zach Kitten of Hastings St. Cecilia. Right at the first down stakes as the officials take a look at things on the far sideline. Well, and they're not going to give it to him. They're not even going to bring him in for a measurement. It's going to be a, about a half a yard short. So it'll be third down and uh, about one. Third down, probably less than one yard to go here as the officials put that ball down. The Hastings Saints is say a 47-yard line. Obviously, two-down territory here, I, w- I would imagine, for a UTAN. Third down and a yard from the 47-yard line of Hastings Saints is say a Zug. Long count, turns, hands the ball away. Feast has got the first down and more across the 45. Breaks outside of the 40 and takes the ball down to the 38-yard line. Cody Feast takes it out of the Saints is say a 38-yard line. That is a first down at Crozier Park Pharmacy. First down for the Chieftains. They move the sticks as they got the ball at the Hastings Saints to say a 38. 11th carry for Feast here in this ball game. Now 51 yards. That is the ninth first down for UTAN. And boy, they had a second down and a mile to go for a first down. They're able to get it. And now into Hawk territory, trailing by 14 points with 227 left to go here in the third quarter. All right, Wyatt Zug again sends a wide receiver. Wooster out to the left side. Handoff goes to a feast. He just battles his way right in between the two tackles there as he brings it across the 35 down to the 33-yard line. That was a pickup of about, what, four yards in the play for Cody Feast. All of a sudden, I've got kind of an uneasy feeling here, Jimmy, as uh, Utan is starting to move the ball against the Saints to say a defense. The Saints to say offense uh, might be sputtering a little bit with their top two running backs on the sidelines. Well, and again, we continue to monitor the situation down here. <laughs> it doesn't appear that either one, Seeley or Fisher, is going to be back into this ball game. So it's going to have to be some guys stepping up. Next man up, these coaches always say. Second down and seven yards to go for Utan. They turn the ball and hand it away again to Feast. And this time he's going to be tackled on the play. That's going to be Zach Kitten getting in there as he nails him for a loss. Just as he got started there as he brings him down at about the 35-yard line. So now it's a third down situation for Utan. Third down and six yards to go. Again, Aquinas is out on top of Sutton, 14 to nothing. They are in the first quarter up at uh, David City tonight. Donovan Trumbull is trailing Battle Creek. It is 20 to nothing. Battle Creek with a lead in the second quarter. So third down and seven yards to go for Utan. They're going to back up here. Wyatt Zug throws the ball to the far side. That baby is going to be caught and then dropped at the uh, first down stakes. That would have been enough for a first down, but it's dropped over there on the far sideline. Trying to take the ball to uh, Parker Henricks, who is into the ball game there. Parker Henricks couldn't control the ball. We got a penalty flag down. Back up field right at the line of scrimmage. So that was a third down and six situation for Utan. It's going to be a holding call. A holding call in Utan. Now we'll see if St. Cecilia is going to take this. They are, so they'll give them that third down opportunity over again as they bring the ball back out here to the 47-yard line. 
So it's going to be third down and long. They're going to move it down to the 29 for the first down. It's sitting at the 47-yard line. Third down and long with a minute and four seconds to play now here in this third quarter. Last C2 State High School football playoffs. Easting St. Cecilia out on top by a score of 20-6. to Wyatt Zug backs up. Deep drop. Here comes the pressure. He throws it. It's going to be caught here at the 50, at the 45. Cuts back at the 40, at the 35-yard line, and stumbles forward down to the 33. They get it to uh, Zimba, the fullback coming out of the backfield. He takes the ball down to about the 33-yard line. That's still going to be about four yards shy of a first down, but I think if you're tanned, you go for it here. Fourth down and four. Well, you do. The clock continues to move down to 40 seconds, and you trail by two touchdowns. You've got to get, uh, you've got to get some... Get a six on the board here. That was a, a nice play, though. They set the screen up over in the right side, and then uh, Zimba doing a good job breaking some tackles. Picks up 13, and it'll bring up a fourth and six here. The ball at the 34. We are down to 22 seconds in the third quarter. Two wide receivers to the left, two wide receivers to the right. Zimba in the backfield. Backing up again is Zug. He throws it across the middle. The ball is going to be caught and nearly intercepted. That was a Zach Kitten getting his hands on it there. Deflects the ball away. He nearly grabs the ball there for uh, St. Cecilia. Did they give it to him? Nope, it's going to be an incomplete pass. They were setting up down here like uh, maybe he cradled that baby in there, but it's a slap down there by Kitten. So the fourth down pass is incomplete. St. Cecilia will get the ball at the 34-yard line. I told you if the St. Cecilia is going to win this ball game, the defense would have to stop up. That was a big play right there. Well, it really was. And uh, hats off to Zach Kitten tonight. He's having a whale of a game defensively. He's caught a Three balls, and he's also run one in from seven yards out. So a big game for Kitten as the Hawks take over at the 34 with 12 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Here comes Glass in motion. They're going to give the ball away to him on that little reverse play. Glass gets to the sidelines, and he's popped out of bounds. No Dayton Seeley, no Hunter Fisher in the uh, ball game here for Hastings St. Cecilia as they are both injured in this uh, football game here tonight. Zach Glass now running in the backfield as well as uh, Sam Clark. Clark has already scored a touchdown for St. Cecilia here in the second half of play. Hawks led at halftime 13-6. to They score in their last possession a little touchdown run by Sam Clark to make it a 20-6 to ball game. They're announcing the uh, scores out here at uh, Duncan Field. The ones that we just gave you as uh, Sutton is trailing Aquinas Catholic now 14 to nothing in the second quarter. Wide receivers to the left end to the right for St. Cecilia and second down 10 yards to go from their own 33-yard line. There's a handoff again going as straight ahead as they move it across the 35 to about the 36-yard line. That's Sam Clark. So Clark is in there now. He's only a 150-pound sophomore getting a taste of a big-time football game here tonight. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. Three quarters in the books here tonight. Hastings St. Cecilia is hanging on in the second round of the state high school football playoffs. We'll take a break with a score. St. Cecilia 20, UTAN 6. See Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for all your new and used vehicle needs. Stop in and test drive one of the new amazing vehicles we have in stock. Take advantage of the tremendous deals we have to offer. From the most awarded Jeeps to the great fuel mileage of the all-new EcoDiesel. Check us out online at GreatPlainsChryslerDodge.com where the service is great and the deals are even better. Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281 Hastings. 1230 KHAS. 
All right, we head to the fourth and final quarter, 20-6. Hastings Saints to say with the lead over UTAN. Quarterly stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. For UTAN through three quarters, total offense 187 yards. They got 123 on the ground, 64 through the air. And their uh, leading running back is Feast. No surprise there, 12 carries, 55 yards. For St. Cecilia, passing tonight, 79 th- yards through the air, 116 on the ground. So 195 a total offense, nine first downs. And the leading ball carrier is Hunter Fisher. He'll end the night, nine carries, 63 yards. There's Grant Schmidt, wants to throw the ball. He's got a man open. It's caught there by Stewart at the 40, 35, 30. Breaks away from a couple of tacklers. Look out, 22 is gone for a touchdown. Hunter Stewart grabs the ball in the center of the field, breaks several tacklers, Jimmy. Would-be tacklers at about the 30-yard line and takes it the distance for the score. A touchdown in the first play of the fourth quarter for the Hawks. Yeah, and they lined him up over on the right side. He just run down to about midfield, cut it back in the middle, and a beautiful pass for as many passes we've seen tonight that have been grossly overthrown. That one was right in stride. And uh, Hunter Stewart able to make the reception and then a good job running after the catch. Picked up a couple of blocks down there, and he breaks free 64 yards later. The Hawks tack on another six, a much-needed six. 11.48 left to go in the ballgame. It's now St. Cecilia 26, UTAN 6. Grant Schmidt in for the PAT. That might have been the backbreaker right there. Here comes the extra point. It is up. It is good. St. Cecilia tacks on a big, big touchdown on the first play of the fourth quarter. A 64-yard touchdown pass. Grant Schmidt to Hunter Stewart. The PAT is drilled, and with 11.48 to play, we'll take a break with the score. Hastings St. Cecilia 26 or rather, Hastings Saints to say at 27, UTAN 6. Purchase a set of four Mastercraft Avenger Touring, LSR, or Corsair HSX Tour Tires, and for a limited time, CPI Mr. Tire will treat you to a $50 Visa prepaid card. Choose a set of Corsair ATX or HTX tires and earn a $60 Visa prepaid card. Choose the tire you need and get something back. CPI Mr. Tire, serving all of central Nebraska. CPI, Mr. Tire has a right tire for you. 1230 KHAS. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank and Carney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. By Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. By Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. And by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. A big 64-yard touchdown pass. And now we can breathe a little easier here as St. Cecilia has got a 21-point lead. It's 27-6 to as we play here in the fourth quarter. Well, that was the biggest play from scrimmage tonight for St. Cecilia. And again, a beautiful pass by Grant Smith. And he's into the football here. And that will go out of bounds down inside the 10-yard line. So they'll bring that out. To the 25-yard line, 11:48 left to go here. Saint Cecilia comfortably ahead now, 27 to six. Other scores in Class C2: Battle Creek leading Donovan Trumbull, 20 to nothing. They're in the second quarter. Halftime score: Oakland Craig 21, Gibbons seven. Uh, second quarter score: Aquinas Catholic over Sutton, 22 to nothing. And now Hastings Saint Cecilia with a lead over Utan, 27 to six. 
Coming up after the ball game, we'll do our usual routine here. We've got the player of the game coming up, the coach's post-game show. Later on tonight, we'll have the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. We'll probably be able to get you some bonus coverage here tonight as we'll be running about a half an hour behind us on the Oakland Craig uh, Gibbon ball game. We'll try to uh, get you to a Gibbon for that ball game immediately following this one tonight here on 1230 KHIS. Doug Dude will be standing by up there in Gibbon to uh, bring you the rest of that ball game tonight here on 1230 KHIS. There's a pass completion. Is this going to come over here to uh, the 48-yard line of Hastings Saints to say that's a completed pass, and that's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. We'll see if Utan maybe goes to the airwaves now. They're trying the ball game by three scores. Well, and they're very quick to the line of scrimmage now. No huddle for uh, Utan, and that was a nice play there. 17 yards into Hawk territory. Wyatt Zoggy backs up. He wants to throw the ball again. It's going to be tipped, and is it picked oh off? My. Incomplete. It's nearly picked off there by a Zach Kitten. He tipped the ball and then tried to cradle it in, but the ball hit the ground. And this top-notch officiating crew that we know, they're right on the Johnny on the spot there, and they, they say it touched the ground, so it's second down and 10. I, I thought you were going to jump out of your seat well, there. Well, that would have been a uh, that would have made a highlight reel. That was a great athletic move for a six foot five guy to lay out and to try to break the pattern. He nearly come up with a tremendous interception. Zach Kitten has had a great ball game here tonight, and now we've got uh, the white cap stop and play. He would have jumped out of the old bird's nest here. That's a, it's a long fall. It is a long ways down. Like kicking a bird out of the nest. Second down and 10 yards to go now for uh, Utan. They've got it at the Hastings Saints to say a 48. Zug wants to throw. Fires it right side. The ball is going to be caught down there as he cradles that baby in there at about the 38-yard line. That's a Scott Wooster with the ball there for a Utan. So they couldn't make it work going to this side. That's the exact same play going the other way. Wooster hauls it in. A pickup of nine yards and a play, third down and a yard. For the Saints is saying a 39-yard line. Working from our right to our left here in the fourth quarter, there's a handoff. They go straight ahead. I think they got to the first down stakes. They didn't need much. But they went straight ahead there with Trevor Zimba, the big old fullback in there. He only had to take the ball down to about the 37-yard line for the first down. So the officials will stop play here. We're down to 10 minutes and 58 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. He's seeing St. Cecilia now with a lead over UTAN. The score is 27-6. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they give them the, the fresh center downs here at the St. Cecilia 37. So Utan is on the move now here in the fourth quarter, down by three scores. Three wide receivers onto the left side. Zug up under center. He backs up. He throws the ball to the near side. That baby is going to be caught down here at the 30-yard line, advancing forward down to the 26. Cody Feast hauls the ball in there for Utan Chieftains. So they move the ball from about the 37 down to about the what 27-yard line. That's going to be another first down there for the Chieftains of Utan. So another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Now they'll go just the uh, opposite way. they got three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. One running back in the backfield behind Wyatt Zug. Calling the signals, backs up, quick throw, right side, caught there. 23-yard line to the 20. Nice move to the 15-yard line, down to about the 14 or 13-yard line as they haul that baby in. That's going to be a Cody Feast again hauling that baby in. A nice bit of running. Another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. They have moved the ball right downfield against the Saints to say a defense down to the 13-yard line. And now I think we got a timeout called here. The officials going to uh, discuss things. Do we have a penalty flag? Yeah. The chain gang was already down here setting the chains at the 13. 
And now the penalty flag is down back up here. So the officials will talk, and it's going to be a holding call. Well, UTAN's taking the football right downfield after that St. Cecilia touchdown, and they're really making it look easy. But that one there, well, that was going to be another big gain of uh, nearly 18 yards. But it's all going to go yeah. for naught as they'll bring this back. And then the look at who made the tackle. Not many times do you see a defensive lineman downfield. Seth Kierkegaard hustling all the way down there to bring down the running back feast. But now they'll mark the penalty off here. They also got to reset the chains on the far side. Like we said, they were already down there. Thought it was the first down. Didn't see the penalty flag. So now they're going to reset the chains on the far side. The line of scrimmage was the 27, so that is correct. They're going to bring the ball back here to the 37-yard line following the uh, 10-yard holding call. So a tough break there for Utan. Now it's first down and 20 yards to go. For the Hastings Saints is saying the 37-yard line. Wide receivers split to the right side. The back's down in the eye formation. Zug wants to throw. Here comes some backside pressure. A pass across the middle is going to be intercepted. Intercepted by the Blue Hawks at the 30-yard line. Bringing the ball back to the 33 and bringing the ball back. Nathan Starr for Hastings Saints is saying. Big play there by Nathan Starr, who's into the ball game now because of the injuries that the Hawks have had at the linebacker spot. Nathan Starr pops up there and picks up the interception. And St. Cecilia has got the ball now at their own 33-yard line. Starr doing a great job just playing center field back there, just kind of watching the eyes of the quarterback. And when uh, Zug threw that football, Starr was able to make a good break on it, comes up with a big turnover, and to the much-approved Carl Tesmer, the administrator down on the sidelines, he was giving the old fist pump down there. As the Hawks take over, they stop the UTAN drive. All right, first down and 10 now for Hastings St. Cecilia. Here's a running play. That's Zach Glass coming on the reverse. Zach Glass is going to be hemmed in, and down he goes. A loss of about two yards in a play for Zach Glass coming to the wide side of the field here. Just didn't have quite enough speed to turn the corner there as Utan was out there to chop him down. A two-yard loss back to the 30th, second down and 12. Well, and it appears like St. Cecilia is going to go on for their 11th consecutive victory on the season as they lead in this ballgame 27 to six. You're putting it in the win column already? I'm already putting her in the win column, but we got to start speculating uh, as far as going into next week's game. Boy, injuries have plagued St. Cecilia in this ballgame. Second down, 12 yards to go from the 30-yard line. That's their own 30. Wide receivers left and right. Now we've got a whistle. We've got a timeout called here. AC St. Cecilia wants to call a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Duncan Field. An update on the scores in C2. Battle Creek leading Donovan Trumbull now 27 to nothing. They're at halftime. It's Oakland Craig 21, Gibbons 7 at halftime. Aquinas leading uh, Sutton 28 to nothing. And the Hastings Saints is with the lead here over UTAN. The score is 27 to 6. Blue Hawks have the ball second down and 12 yards to go. They fake it. Now here's uh, Grant Schmidt busting through their 35 40 onto the uh, 42 yard line. 
So he faked the ball inside, and Grant Schmidt carries the ball to the 42-yard line. Very close to another first down for Hastings Saints to say it is. They make the signal there. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Are you hogging the chicken wings here tonight on a buffet table or what? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, they're very delicious here tonight. We've got a little bit of everything up here in the the Hawks Nest. I'll get into some more information here uh, in just a, a few minutes about the Hawks Nest. But yeah, we've accommodations have come a long ways in a few years. First down, 10 yards to go here for St. Cecilia. They got the ball in their own 42-yard line. Wide receivers again, left and right, 8.47 to play in the ball game. St. Cecilia with the lead, 27-6. Hawks going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Clark busting through their 45, and Clark brings it to about the 48-yard line. So Sam Clark carrying the ball there to the 48-yard line. We'll give him a pickup of six yards on the play. We'll call it a second down and four yards to go now for the Hawks, but a penalty flag is down. Well, we talk about the uh, the Hawks nest an awful lot. We talk about John Gaspers uh, an awful lot. We'd like to pick on John a little bit, but, you know, you don't get a fine place like this without a lot of help. We, we understand uh, in visiting with, uh, with John uh, last weekend that uh, he had some great help. He had Ron Secora, who was the fabricator. Russ Herman was the welder. It was Gene Conan as the tin man. And then all good teams are not very successful unless you've got some good water boys. And that's where Pat Mertens and Bob Dubas come in. They were the beverage professionals. Well, those are new little uh, so, yeah, nests here in the last year yeah, or two. Yeah, so we thank all them fine gentlemen for their their help. Our accommodations are very comfortable up here. It's going to be a penalty on Saints to say, so they're going to bring the ball back here to the 32-yard line. First down and 20 yards to go for the Hawks. Schmidt backs up, swings it out here, incomplete, trying to get it to Hunter Stewart. But the ball is off of the fingertips of Stewart. Wouldn't have went too far. Three white shirts out there covering up Hunter Stewart. So an incomplete pass. That stops the clock now with 8.05 remaining in the ball game with the Blue Hawks out on top by a score of 27-6. to So St. Cecilia can hang on. They'll play again next Friday night against either Aquinas Catholic or Sutton. And right now that game getting ugly. They're in the second quarter of play. Aquinas is out on top of Sutton by the score of 28 to nothing. And Sutton, as you well know, doesn't have an offense that can really come back from uh, two or three scores down. So the Sutton Mustangs might be in trouble tonight against uh, Aquinas, 28 to nothing during the second quarter. There's a uh, running play again. Grant Schmidt's going to take the ball to the 36-yard line. So that's going to bring up a third down situation. I think you're right, Jimmy and I were talking during the break. St. Cecilia going to be at a disadvantage next week if uh, Dayton Seeley and, and Hunter Fisher can't go. The Hawks could be in a world of hurt next week. Well, and we've got some additional troubles now down here. We see Sam Clark down here who been, has been running at the tailback position. Now the doctors are checking Clark out. So, boy. We don't need to have any more injuries here. As uh, Again, we've got a lot of guys on the sidelines and a lot of questions to be answered in this next week before they get ready for the semifinals. So that's the top three running backs now for St. Cecilia has sustained injuries here in this ballgame as they continue to work on Sam Clark down here. Now the Blue Hawks want to call a timeout. St. Cecilia will call a timeout here, brought to you by Hess Auto Body. Again, they're located at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll take a break, 721 to play. In the third period, it's rather in the fourth quarter. Hastings St. Cecilia leading by the score of 27 to 6. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard working trucks. 
for working, tailgating, a truck gets a job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service, and our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. 1230 KHAS. I just got a word from the uh, Saints to say a bench that uh, Hunter Fisher may have sustained a broken collarbone. No, that is goodness. not good news. No, and when you're going into the playoffs and you get deeper into them, you make runs, you've got to have, you got to be pretty fortunate to get unscathed and uh, without injuries, and that is going to definitely be a huge loss for St. Cecilia. Well, uh, double check that, but that's the award we just received. Unconfirmed report that he's got a broken collarbone. There's a pass to the near side. It's going to be overthrown to uh, Chris Lee. Back there defending there for a Utan with Scott Wooster. So an incomplete pass is going to bring up a fourth down situation. Well, and then you're not sure the injury to uh, Dayton Seeley, who has not seen much action other than just punting tonight. He was in for the first series of downs, and then we have not seen Seeley the rest of the night uh, as far as defense and or offense. So Seeley's going to trot out that down, and he'll uh, punt for St. Cecilia. Seven minutes and 16 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. The Blue Hawks have a 21-point lead. They led at halftime 13-6. to The defense has actually shut down the uh, Chieftains here in the second half of play. So Seeley will have to punt. High snap. Seeley gets it down. That leg is still okay. The kick is uh, be down at the 30-yard line, bringing ball back across the uh, 40, still on his feet to the 45-46 yard line. That's our main man there, Brylan Benachucci, as he brings the ball back here for the Utan Chieftains. This is a team that's only lost once this year, and that was to uh, Aquinas about uh, five weeks ago. But they're going to take around the chin, I think, here tonight to Hastings St. Cecilia. That Aquinas football team is a, is a machine, I believe. They've only lost one game all season long, and that was to a C1 foe in Columbus Scotus, if I'm not mistaken, and they pretty much run the table on everybody just destroying their opponents, and they're winning big very handily tonight. All right, so uh, the Utan Chieftains, they have the ball back here. They're going to start this drive with the 46-yard line. That's their own 46. This is a Wyatt Zug up underneath center, and he's going to call a timeout. So the uh, Chieftains want to call a timeout. Again, brought to you by... Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more right after this. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. 1230 KHAS. Back in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth here on 1230 KHAS. Brought to you by Husker Power Products, natural gas and diesel irrigation engines. You'll find them all at Husker Power Products of Hastings. So it's a 27-6 ball game. Hastings St. Cecilia, I think, is going to survive here tonight. But, boy, a lot of question marks on this football team as they prepare for... The uh, clash next week that appears that Aquinas Catholic is going to move on as well unless something falls out off of their cart here. It's 28 to nothing at halftime. They've got the lead over the Sutton Mustangs in another uh, quarterfinal game here tonight. 
Here's Zug. He wants to throw. Throws it to the far side. The ball's going to be caught there at the 50-yard line. St. Cecilia Territory, 45-40 and spun down at the 39-yard line. Grabbing the ball there for Utan was a Parker Strand, but we've got a penalty flag back upfield. Good arm there by Jimmy, the uh, white cap. That's going to be an ineligible man downfield. That was a uh, about a 21-yard toss on the flag there by our uh, official. He can do her all. <laughs> no doubt. He's, he's an official. He's a an basketball ump. official. He's an umpire during the baseball season. He's... Rough in football. What doesn't this guy do? I, he does a little bit of everything, and he, I, even, he even thinks he's a genius in uh, picking predi- predictions football on football team. He gets some radio yeah. time. I, I know somebody else that thinks they're a professional, too, but we'll leave that one alone. The penalty goes against Utan. That is the sixth one of the night on the Chieftain. Puts them back into their own territory, back at the 41-yard line. All right, three wide receivers out to the right side, backing up. Is Zug wants to throw, throws it to the far side. Where'd that one go? That went into the bench of uh, Utan. They had a guy over there, but it was uh, grossly underthrown. That was Feast over there on about the 50-yard line, but it was nowhere close to uh, Cody, and it's going to bring up a second-down situation. High school football action here tonight on 1230 KHIS. This game under the lights. Brought to you by Krieger Electric, serving the greater Hastings Quad County area since 1950. With complete electrical service for all of your commercial, industrial, and residential needs, get a hold of Krieger Electric at 462-5757 or visit them online at KriegerElectric.com. There's a pass down the near sideline, incomplete. Trying to get the ball now over here on the near side. Out there in the pattern for the Chieftains was a Preston Pierce. Back in coverage was Grant Schmidt for Hastings St. Cecilia. So incomplete pass in his third down now. Third down and 15 yards to go. The clock is stopped with 6.42 to play. Coming up after the ball game, we'll have our player of the game. We'll have our coach's post-game show. And later on tonight, we'll get you into the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. Before we get to that, we've got a lot of time to bring you action from a Gibbon tonight as the Gibbon Buffaloes are taking on Oakland Craig in a Class C2 matchup. Doug Duda will have the remainder of that ball game coming up for you. You're on 1230 KHIS. Here's Zug. Wants to throw. Throws it to the near side. It's going to be incomplete. Zug under tremendous pressure again. Getting through there was a Kierkegaard for Hastings. Also getting through there. I think that was a Farmer coming off the, the corner on the blitz. That was. Farmer and the Kierkegaard applying all kinds of pressure on Wyatt Zug. But the pass was incomplete. And it's fourth down. Fourth down and 15. Well, and again, you, you trail 27-6 to six here, uh, late stages of the ball game. They'll, they'll line up and go for this, but not before they talk it over. There'll be a timeout on the field. All right, another timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more after this. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back at the Hawks Nest at Duncan Field. 27-6 is the score. Hastings Saints to say with the lead here over UTAN. Tomorrow we'll have Hastings College football for you here on 1230 KHAS. The final 
regular season home game for Hastings. They'll be against the uh, Dort Defenders. Airtime will be at 12 o'clock noon with a pregame show. 1 o'clock with a kickoff tomorrow from the Osborne Sports Complex. Huskers playing tomorrow on the Breeze. KOIQ 94.5. Nebraska against Michigan State. Pre-game coverage begins at 1 tomorrow afternoon with a kickoff at 6. Catch the Huskers on the Breeze. KOIQ 94.5. So fourth down here for UTAN. Fourth down, 15 yards to go. The ball is sitting here at the 42-yard line of UTAN. They will go for it here, trailing in the ball game by a score of 27-6. Zug backs up, pressure. St. Cecilia misses him. Zug steps up, and the pass is caught here at the 41-yard line of St. Cecilia. Nice grab there by Preston Pierce as he hauls it in down here at the 41-yard line of St. Cecilia. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That baby was delivered right on the money. Good job there by Wyatt Zug. Zug doing a great job keeping his composure back there as the pocket broke down. They needed 14. They get 17. Down at the Hawk 40-yard line, 623 and counting. Wyatt Zug wants to throw again. Throws a near side through the fingertips of their main man here. Incomplete pass. That's going to be Preston Pierce again. Delivered a little bit too high in his second down and 10. Battle Creek leading uh, Donovan Trumbull 27 to nothing at halftime. Oakland Craig now in the third quarter with a lead over Gibbon in Class C2, 27-7. Aquinas has tacked on one more. It's 35 to nothing over Sutton. They're still in the second quarter of play, so it could be a long wow. night for the uh, Mustangs tonight. Second down, 10. Here's Zug again stepping away from pressure. That's got to be a penalty flag. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three flags go down. Uh, Seth Ker- uh, Kierkegaard just reaches out there and grabs the face mask of uh, Wyatt Zug. I think Mike Walls was also the uh, the guilty party there. But it's going to be a face mask call, and he uh, jerks down to Wyatt Zug, a face mask call there on the Blue Hawks. Yeah, everybody in the uh, inside the brick wall seen that one. That was uh, very apparent there. He's just about removed his head from his uh, shoulders there. Your old main man, uh, Craig yeah. Group. He was chuckling his way over here to the near sideline. He was the fourth one of the officiating crew to throw it. I think he just wanted to be a, a part of it. He's he's done a, a good job. I remember they've come a long ways, this officiating crew. We did that Hastings High Grand Island Northwest game uh, a year ago in, in Grand Island, and it was up around 37 or 38 penalties. That was You very, still talk about that, It was night. very, very painful, very painful to have to do. But they've come a long ways. Yeah, we haven't had a whole lot of penalties here in this ball game tonight. There's the indication it's going to be a personal foul, face mask call there on the uh, Blue Hawks. So that's going to move the ball down to the 31-yard line. So it's second down. They don't get the automatic first down. It's second down and a yard at the 31-yard line of Houston Saints. The clock is running now with 6.07 to play in the fourth quarter. Three wide receivers out to the left side. Zug under center, backs up. Under pressure again, Zug is going to be sacked. So St. Cecilia comes with the pressure, and Zug is knocked down back here at the 45-yard line. There's Kierkegaard in there, Zach Glass in there for Hastings St. Cecilia to record the sack. They're going to give him the 42, so a big loss in a play of about 11 yards on the sack on the quarterback, Wyatt Zug. Yeah, Zug had nowhere to go. He was trying to retreat for his life, and again, the pressure came in there from both sides, the right and the left. And again, a big, big loss there. Nearly 11 yards, third down now and 12 yards to go. The ball at the 43, 525 and counting left here in the ballgame. Defense has kind of stumped up here in the second half. There's Snorton. 
Backing up again is going to be Wyatt Zug. He throws a little screen pass caught there by Zimba. Zimba across the 40 as he moves forward to about the 38-yard line. So Zimba is going to be far short of a first down, and now Utan is going to have to go forward here, trailing in the ballgame by a score of 27-6 during the five-minute mark here in this fourth quarter from Duncan Field tonight. Pierce is going to be your wide receiver split to the right side of the formation. They've got a couple other guys split out that way. As well, Wooster is out there. Feast is out there. You've got Zimba in the backfield on fourth down and about seven yards to go. Here's a Zug backing up. Throws it to the far side. The ball is going to be caught there at the 28-yard line. That's Feast. He's across the 25 down to about the 24. That's going to be a first down. So Cody Feast, he was all alone on the far sideline there as they get him the ball as Feast Picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down down here at the Hastings Saints to say a 24-yard line. 13th first down for UTAN as they uh, complete a 12-yard pass and catch there to Feast. Three wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Zug's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Zimbo with the ball. And Zimbo's going to be stood up right in the line of scrimmage there. Right at the 24-yard line. No gain in the play. Second down and 10. Really don't have time to... Uh, Run the football here, gang. Utan down by three scores. We're down to 4-10 to play here in this fourth quarter of play. Wide receivers again split out to the left side of the formation here. Wyatt Zug looking over the defense. Backs up. Here comes the pressure. Zug gets away. Cranks up. Throws the ball. Flutters. It's going to be incomplete. No, is it caught? It's caught for the touchdown. Caught for the touchdown. That's a feast in the end zone there for uh, Utan. That baby, I think, was tipped there by Grant Schmidt right into the hands of Feast in the end zone. That's a touchdown for Utan, and it's now 27 to 12. 158 yards of passing for uh, the quarterback, Wyatt Zug, in the ball game. That one there goes for 24 yards to Feast. He can do her out of the backfield and. Through the air, and a nice catch there, yeah, right over top of Grant Schmidt. So a 24-yard touchdown pass, and all of a sudden it's 27-12 to 12 now with three minutes and 53 seconds to play. And now they're going to fake on the extra point. Zug is going to throw the ball into the corner of the end zone. Big time hit in the corner, and it's incomplete. So they go for a uh, fake on the extra point to try to make this a, a two-point conversion. It's no good. And with three minutes and 53 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter, we'll take a break now with a score. AC St. Cecilia 27, Utan 12. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned. Locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Three minutes and 53 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. 27 to 12 is the score now as uh, the Blue Hawks have the lead over Utan. Utan just scoring in a 24 yard touchdown pass from Zug to Feast. Two point conversion is no good. And now the uh, onside kick is coming up here for uh, Utan to try to get back into the ballgame. Just watching the medical staff down here again. Hunter Fisher went out with a collarbone injury, and it, we have 
gotten word we haven't confirmed he had a broken collarbone but watching him try to take the jersey off that's got to be very painful doing it with scissors just cut the jersey off the easiest way man he's in a lot of pain here comes the uh, onside kick and that didn't go 10 yards it went about five yards and that's all so saints to say will get the ball at the utan 45 yard line so the onside kick uh fails there for utan and saints to say will have the ball they're going to spot it right here at the uh 43 yard line so it only goes three yards it, it looked good but it didn't go very far and it has to go the required 10 yards so Saints to say will get the ball, and that'll be all she wrote here. Saints to say can get her first down or two. Yeah, the big question mark is going to be the health of this Saints to say football team for next week. They're going to advance after a win here tonight. That's good news. There is Sam Clark comes back into the ball game. He was injured as well. He was the third running back that came up with an injury here in this ball game tonight. So Sam Clark is back out there. Dayton Seeley has not returned since the first quarter, and Hunter. Fisher looks like he is going to be done for the rest of the year as he's sitting on the bench now racing Saints to say with what they're telling us is a uh, broken collarbone down there. And now we got a timeout, Saints to say. So a timeout here for the uh, Blue Hawks brought to you by Hess Auto Body. And they're located at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more after this. Do you have an aching back, a bum shoulder, or a trick knee? Does the thought of vacuuming, climbing up bleachers, or reaching for the top shelf make you cringe? Does pain keep you awake at night or prevent you from enjoying life? If so, you may need to see the orthopedic specialists at Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings. The kind, caring, experienced staff of PTSR can help speed up your recovery. Whether you're injured on the job, at home, or at play, PTSR is the place to be. Call PTSR at 402-462-8824 or visit them at PTSR. Hastings.com. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at Duncan Field. Three minutes and 53 seconds to play in the ball game. It's 27 to 12. Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead. Game tonight brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank and Carney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. And by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. There's a running play as uh, Grant Schmidt is just going to run the ball. He's going to lose a couple of yards in a play back here at the 45-yard line. So Saints to say now looking at a third down situation. And we've got a couple of uh, injured chieftains down there now. So now we've got an injury timeout here as a couple of uh, chieftains are down in the play. We'll take another break with a score. Saints to say at 27, Utan 12. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the Barbecue Trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the Brisket Special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 1230 KHAS. Preston Pierce was the injured player there for Utan Chieftains. He gets up under his own power and heads to the far sideline. Kind of a hard-hitting football game here tonight between Utan and Hastings St. Cecilia. It is second down here for the Blue Hawks. Second down and 13 yards to go. They've got the ball to Utan, 46-yard line. They're leading the ball game by a score of 27-12. This will be the 11th straight win for Hastings St. Cecilia here this year if they can Hang on here as they're just sitting at the line of scrimmage right now. 
milking the uh, time clock down. Now they're set to go. As a Grant Schmidt has got the ball, swings it out here, caught by Glass. Glass at the uh, 45 to the 40, still on his feet as he brings the ball down to the 35-yard line before he's brought down there. Wooster into the stop as well as a strand for the defense of Utan. That's a pickup of about 11 yards on the play, but they're going to be short of a first down by a couple of yards. It's now third down and about two yards to go for St. Cecilia. They've got the ball at the Utan 35-yard line. Glass with his second uh, reception of the night, 19 yards down, a couple receptions for the guy that uh, they brought off the offensive line through a a running back jersey on him, and he's out there doing a good job. Third down and a couple of yards to go. Wide receivers to the left side of the formation. There's a Schmidt going to carry the ball. He's got the first down and more across the 35, down to the 30, and tackled at the 29-yard line. Colton Feast in on the stop there for Utan that time. But Schmidt picks up enough for a first down as he moves the ball down to the 29-yard line. Aquinas Catholic is now out on top of Sutton, 35 to nothing. They are at halftime now. Aquinas 35, Sutton nothing. Likewise, Battle Creek is leading Donovan Trumbull 35 to nothing in the third quarter. Oakland Craig leading Gibbon by a score of 27 to 7. Those are the other scores in the Class C2 in the state playoffs tonight. St. Cecilia out on top here by a score of 27 to 12. Hawks have the ball on the 29 yard line. Schmidt throws the ball out here to uh, Glass and he is nailed into play. Just as he got the ball, Glass is nailed into play. A loss of a couple of yards in the play. So it looks like the Hawks will have to carry the, the Central Nebraska flag into the uh, next round as our other area teams are all going down here in the Class C2 tonight. Boy, in a big faction, we've seen Donovan Trumbull this season. They've got a, a pretty good football team up there, but they're just getting dis, uh, dismantled. And then Sutton, we've seen them. They, they've got a good team and a couple of – Stiff competition uh, of teams they've run into in Battle Creek and David City Aquinas. We expected the, them to be there at the end, and uh, it appears that that's going to be the case here along with St. Cecilia with 124 left to go. Here's uh, Schmidt. He's going to carry the ball again. He's just going to keep the clock running as he gets it down to the 30-yard line. Yeah, you got to have a good football team to win at the, this stage of the game here. You get in the first, second round of the uh, the state playoffs, you gotta, you got to play your A game. And now uh, we've got a timeout called here again by Utan. So Utan going to call a timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more after this. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. 1230 KHAS. Last B, here's what's going on tonight. Aurora is leading Gretna 15-6. They're at halftime. We've got McCook. Leading Plattsburgh, they're 26-6. They're in the fourth quarter. Halftime score, Elkhorn South 7 and York 7. And Omaha Scott is leading Lincoln Pius at halftime 7 to nothing. Those are the scores in Class B in the state playoffs here tonight. Facing St. Cecilia leading here by a score of 27-12. Schmidt throws the ball. It's going to be behind his intended receiver. Kitten over here on a slap pattern toward the center of the field. It's going to be incomplete. That's going to bring up a fourth down and 11 situation here with a minute and 11 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. So the player of the game coming up, Coach's post-game show. 
Later on tonight, the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show with all the scores from the state playoffs, round number two in classes A, B, C1, and C2. Looks like we're going to be able to get you some bonus coverage on a Class C2 battle up in Gibbon tonight between Gibbon and Oakland Craig. That'll be sandwiched in between our coverage here and the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. So stick around for that. Get you some bonus coverage from the playoffs. It is fourth down and 11 yards to go. Here's a pass. He's going to be caught by Kitten this time. Kitten makes a move at the 25-yard line and brought down that around the uh, 22 here on the near sideline. So uh, Kitten pulls it in, but I think that's going to be uh, short of a first down. It is. So they turn the ball over on downs. Utan is going to get the ball, but they're trailing in the ball game now by 15 points. So Utan is going to end the season at 9-2, and two, a pretty successful campaign for the Chieftains. Acing Saints is saying and keep their winning streak alive. They're now going to be 11-0. They've got their toughest test of the season coming up next week when Aquinas Catholic comes to town. Yeah, they're going to have a big lunch to eat next week. They better bring a couple of lunch boxes to this ball game. David City Aquinas, they are a great football team. That'll be a home game for Hastings Saints to say. We'll let you know on the starting time uh, for next Friday night as soon as we get that from the athletic director from Saints to say and Randy Ernst. A minute to play here in this ball game. Here's a. Uh, a halfback pass thrown down the right sideline. That's ugly. It's going to be picked off. Picked off there by Schmidt. He just goes down and kneels on it. They got the ball to the right side for Utan. That was Bylan Matichucci throwing the ball downfield there, and there was a halfback pass, and it was fluttering in the air. It was easily picked off there by Grant Schmidt. So with 54 seconds to play, one knee, and we'll get out of here. As St. Cecilia is going to win this baby by a score of 27 to 12, but a lot of question marks on the health of this uh, Hastings Saints to say a football team here after this one is Dayton Seeley and also uh, Hunter Fisher both going down here in this uh, football game tonight. Dayton Seeley looks as if he'll be able to play next week. Hunter Fisher, not so much. First down and 10 yards to go, and we're just going to take a knee here, and I think that's going to be all she wrote here for Hastings Saints to say as they're going to pick up a win, we're down to 46 seconds. They might have to snap the ball one more time here. So they're going to make one more snap of the ball here, and we'll get out of here in Class C2 State High School football playoffs on 1230 KHIS. St. Josiah up to the line of scrimmage. We're down to 30 seconds to go. As uh, Grant Schmidt will just take one more knee here, and that'll be in the books here for the Blue Hawks. This is only going to hit, hurt his stats here. He's taking... Uh, Four yards and losses here. And that's going to be all she wrote as the teams head to the uh, center of the field here tonight. So the St. Cecilia Bluehawks picking up a win tonight over the Utan Chieftains in the State High School football playoffs. The final score, Hastings St. Cecilia 27, Utan 12. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high quality hand picked vehicles. Good, clean, low mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd in Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. The Food Cupboard is the smart shopper's first choice. Food Cupboard is open from 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, across from Good Samaritan Village. Stop in today and find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, cleaning supplies, pet supplies, 
and general merchandise. At the Food Cupboard, it's the same stuff at half the cost. Food Cupboard now accepts EBT, debit and credit cards. Located in the old Honda shop at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. So he sees St. Cecilia wins it here tonight. Final score of 27 to 12. And the Hawks will move on into the next round of the state playoffs. And it looks like they're going to face uh, Aquinas Catholic next Friday night. That'll be a home game for Hastings St. Cecilia. And again, we'll let you know in the starting time as soon as we receive it here tonight. But 27 to 12, the Hawks win it here tonight. Final game numbers brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts. Yes. On groceries, health, and beauty. Beauty Adams, you uh, didn't hand me my sheet quick enough. Well, I thought you'd have that memorized well, by I, now. I should. You, you, you would think I'd know what I'm doing here. Find huge discounts on groceries, health, and beauty products, general merchandise, and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. For UTAN in the ballgame. Their quarterback, Wyatt Zug, went all the way. His final numbers were 10 of 28 passing, 158 yards, two interceptions, and one touchdown on the night. The Chieftains rushed it 31 times for 113 yards. 271 of total offense for UTAN in the ball game on 14 first downs. Their leading ball carrier, to no surprise here, Cody Feast. He finishes the ball game with 54 yards on 13 carries. In the ball game for St. Cecilia, they finished tonight with 158 yards through the air from Grant Smith. They rushed it for 142 yards, so 300 yards of total offense for St. Cecilia in this ball game on 12 first downs. Some uh, individual leaders in this ball game again: Hunter Fisher going out uh, of the game with a broken collarbone. He finishes the night with nine carries. 63 yards. Grant Schmidt had 12 carries and 53 yards. Zach Kitten had three receptions and 43 yards. Kitten also had a seven-yard touchdown run. But uh, again, St. Cecilia gets by. They get into the semifinals, and now it's wait for David City Aquinas and uh, try to try to analyze the injury situation. Again, Clark went out, but he was able to come back in the game. Seeley did not see a lot of action. And uh, again, Hunter Fisher going down with a, a bad, bad injury here tonight. All right, the other uh, scores in Class C2, as we see them right now. Battle Creek is leading Donovan Trumbull. They're in the third quarter, 35 to nothing. Oakland Craig is leading Gibbon, 27 to 7. They're in the fourth quarter now. Aquinas Catholic uh, leading Sutton, 35 to nothing. They're in the third quarter, and St. Cecilia has just finished off UTAN tonight, 27 to 12. Stick around. We've got the player of the game coming up next. And as the uh, coaches' post game show, you're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches' postgame show on Hastings' link to high school sports. 12.30 a.m. KHAS Radio.
Krieger Electric Company serves the greater Hastings Quad County area with complete electrical service for commercial businesses, industry, and your home. Krieger Electric is now a proud dealer of Kohler Home Generators. Don't let your neighbor's home be the only one with the lights on during a power outage. Kohler Home Generators give you dependable power and security. And when you support world-class products with a trusted local dealer that's 100% skilled, trained, and qualified like Krieger Electric is, there really is no comparison. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai at 1708 South Web Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. All right, back here at Duncan Field. Hastings St. Cecilia wins it tonight by a score of 27-12 over UTAN. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. St. Cecilia had to rely on their quarterback tonight, Grant Schmidt. He carries the ball for uh, 53 yards in the ball game. Throws it for 158 in the contest. Hunter Fisher, before he was injured, nine carries and 63 yards in the ball game. Then on defense, a guy who really stood out tonight for the Blue Hawks was Sam Clark. He had nine tackles tonight, two for loss for Hastings Saints to say all candidates for our player of the game. We'll come back and name our winner right after this. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Our player of the game tonight for Hastings St. Cecilia is going to be the quarterback for the Blue Hawks. That was uh, Grant Schmidt. As uh, Schmidt, he throws 11 out of 19 passing tonight as he uh, gets 158 yards and a touchdown there. He also rushed the ball 12 times for uh, 53 yards. So with all of his uh, main go-to men out of the lineup tonight, Grant Schmidt steps up in the contest tonight and he leads Hastings St. Cecilia to the win as a Grant Schmidt will be our player of the game tonight as St. Cecilia beats UTAN by the score of 27-12. to 12. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai. Located at 1708 South Web Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the coaches' postgame show up next on Hastings' link to high school sports. Twelve thirty a.m. KHAS Radio. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. 
If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West, South Street in Hastings. Now, back to the broadcast booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here at Duncan Field. Again, a 27-12 ball game. Hastings St. Cecilia wins it here tonight over the uh, Utan Chieftains as we are in the postgame show here on 1230 KHS waiting for defensive coordinator Randy Aarons to join us on the postgame here tonight. Get you up to date on the Class C2 scores if you're heading home for the ball game tonight. Battle Creek is now out on top of Donovan Trumbull. They're in the fourth quarter now. Battle Creek 49, Donovan Trumbull 7. Oakland Craig is leading Gibbon 27-7. They're in the fourth quarter. Aquinas all over Sutton tonight. It is 49 to nothing now in the third quarter of play. Aquinas Catholic 49, Sutton nothing. And again, Hastings St. Cecilia picking up a win over Utan tonight by the score of 27-12. We'll get you the Class B scores as well. Aurora still leading Gretna 15-6. They are in the third quarter. It is McCook. Over uh, Plattsmouth, and they have won the ball game now. McCook 26 and Plattsmouth 6. Elkhorn South and York, they are tied up at seven points apiece. They're in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter now, Omaha Scott is leading uh, Lincoln Pius by the score of 10 to nothing. Class A scores that we have in so far Bellevue West 27, Norfolk nothing. They are in the third quarter. Also in the third quarter, Millard North is leading Omaha Central by the score of 23 to nothing. Omaha North and Omaha West Side tied up at 14 points apiece. They're in the third quarter. And in the third quarter, it's Millard West leading Papillion La Vista South by the score of 28 to nothing. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to high school football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. All right, back here at Duncan Field, 27-12. The score, Hastings St. Cecilia. Wins it over uh, Utan as the defensive coordinator for Saints to say Randy Earns joins us in the postgame show. And, Coach, uh, congratulations. A win, you, you move on. That's what you wanted here tonight. Yeah, and that's uh, at this point in the season, a win's a win. And so anytime you have that, you got to be pretty excited about it. It's the first time I think we've been in the semifinals for about four, five, five years. And so, you know, it's just a great feeling that we're able to advance and keep playing and come back here again next week. You guys score early, got out on top of 13 and nothing, and then uh, Jimmy and I talked that at halftime you guys kind of went vanilla and really kind of lost a lot of emotion, I thought, after you guys uh, went up 13 and nothing. Did you get that feeling in the sidelines? Well, it was, it was difficult to you know, get a feeling on the sidelines because we knew that uh, 
you know, that they were going to be a good team, physical team. And it was one of those things that we kind of feared that because, you know, one of our practices this week, you know, was kind of a subpar practice, we thought, but we bounced back and had a couple good ones. And so, you know, it's just kind of a hopefully it wasn't deja vu flashback and, you know, have those mistakes and things like that. But, uh, you know, good football teams can find a way to win when they're not at their best. And I think that's what we were able to do today, find find the win when we weren't at our best. Did you ever uh, have a word or beginning to a football game that we had tonight? You guys return, uh, actually recover a, a fumble on the opening kickoff, and then you guys turn it over yourselves on your very first play. Yeah, and I was, it was like, oh, man, what's going to happen here? How, you know, how's this going to play out? You know, so there are that was a strange beginning for us. But, uh, you know, throughout the course of the game, you know, we did give up some passing yards, but you know, we talked at halftime that outside of a couple, uh, you know, just a um, couple, um, I don't want to say mistakes, but just a couple maybe letdowns, you know, we, you know, allowed them to move down the field on the quarterback scramble, probably got about 30 yards, even fumbled it at the end. You know, then, you know, just a couple other things down here, but we did feel that we were in control of the game defensively, you know, for the most part outside of a few, you know, mishaps, a few letdowns. Uh, and so we felt good about coming in, knowing we were going to get the ball in the second half. Really, uh, injury bug hits you tonight, and uh, we'll let you brag a little bit about your defense. I thought second half, your defense and the guys that you put in, you coaches always say next man up. You had a lot of youngsters out there playing, really held UTAN in check in that second half, probably won the ball game for you. Well, and that's something you know we talked about throughout the course of the week that uh, you know our defense is going to have to make some stops because we were pretty confident that we'd be able to move the football but at halftime in particular it was like okay guys here's what we got we got to make we got to make stops and we got to make sure you know force them to pass they had a you know 15 1700 yard rusher throughout the course of the season and we want to make sure that we forced them and do something that wasn't their strength you know and then by doing that we would be in good shape but as you said well we had people out there you know just scrambling and so just because of that but uh you know, the guys up front, you got to talk with Seth Kirkgaard, Mike Walls, Braden Poppy, and Zach Glass. And then we had Zach Kitten on the front five a lot of the game. And, you know, those five right there, we should high-five them uh, and give them the give them the game ball because of what they did on the line of scrimmage. Boy, the last three or four games, we've had 1,000-yard rushers on the opposite side of the ball, and I don't think any of them walked away with uh, over 100 yards. Your defense, the last uh, three or four weeks, have done what they have done tonight, and that's uh, shut down the run. And that's, you know, and again, as I mentioned, those five there. and then But then when you got, you know, the, the second level and third level on defense, you know, you get Grant Schmidt out there, the cornerback. You know, he's, he's an imposing figure out there. And then Grant, Grant Farmer's done a great, great, great job of, uh, you know, playing a, playing the weak corner for us. And Chris Lee, you know, just, you know, being very solid at safety. And so, and I can't say, you know, through the course of the year, we've had Hunter Stewart, Hunter Fisher, Dayton Seeley, um, Sam Clark and uh, Nathan starting at linebacker for us. And so it's just a team thing. I think the kids really buy into the fact that, uh, you know, they're part of Blue Hawk football, and that's something that we can pride ourselves on. And defensively, uh, as we've said before, you know, keep it simple, and then kids can play. A couple of guys I thought really stepped up. Uh, usually it's been the Seeley and Fisher show. We talk about them an awful lot, and we'll get to them here in just a few minutes. But uh, Zach Kitten. Really a big game offensively and defensively, and Grant Schmidt uh, operating the offense. But also, again, like you said, the secondary, he had some nice batted balls back there in that secondary. Yeah, he did. And probably one of the keys to the game was, you know, about about 35-yard line in the second half, Zach Kitten took number 24. You know, I, I don't. we're not in a man-to-man. We're not a man-to-man defensive team. But Zach Kitten made a great play and stripped the ball here so they couldn't complete a pass. And that might have been one of, if not the biggest, one of the you know, biggest plays of the game. And Zach Kitten made that on his own. I mean, that's, a, that's an athlete making athletic plays. And Coach Tesmer said, wow, and I said, he's a winner. You know, and so he knew at that point in the game that it was something we needed, and he stepped up, and, and he was so 
communicating so, you know, very great on the field. Seth Kirkgaard showed leadership by communicating on the field. And so I just think our seniors stepped up and, you know, pulled this one out for us. Big games. That's uh, what you want your seniors to do. And now you got to have another big game next week. Looks like uh, Aquinas and people have been kind of circling this uh, all season long. Uh, they'll get their wish. That'll be a good ball game next week. I hope it is. You know, it's something that we played them last year. And uh, we had, you know, it was a tough game here. You know, we played pretty darn well. And it was 14-10 late in the game. They ended up 21-10. But I really like our, you know, the heart and desire that our kids show. And, you know, they're going to come out and we're going to strap it up. And, you know, we'll, we'll get it done somehow. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, just because of the attitude and the kids that we have. But, uh, you know, I'm just proud to be part of this, you know, Blue Hawk football team. But as proud of our kids that were playing tonight, how much they were into it and how much they gave and laid out on the field. I know you can't say much, but we might as well get to the, the injury bug. You had your, your two top running backs on the sidelines here tonight. One of them uh, looked like he, he could maybe go, and that's a Dayton Seeley. The other one, uh, Hunter Fisher, not so much. I just have to say, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Is this a no comment or what? <laughs> well, it, it's tough to tell. I mean, again, you know, Coach Ellie and Coach Tesmer and Coach Barron, we're working offensively. You know, we, we were able to control and do things in the second half um, without those two guys. But, you know, I've used the term, you know, you got the Stallions open up the corral and let them out. Well, tonight we didn't have the Stallions, so our guys up front had to take care of it. But uh, we don't know at this point what Hunter Fisher, uh, his situation is. You know, you had, had his shoulder pads off in the second half. Can only hope for the best, expect the worst, hope for the best. And then Dayton Seeley, you know, if we really, really had to push it, we probably could have got him out there at about 60% or so. And so it's one of those things that, you know, Dr. Franz is on the sideline, Dr. Herbert said, you know, you got him through this week and he'll be that much better next week. And so it was one of those things that we were hoping we'd get through the game um, without uh, without injury, you know, without not necessarily needing Dayton because we do. But uh, we got through the game and we got another week for him to heal up a little bit better. So we'll see what we got, see what the good Lord brings us on Monday. And see who shows up for practice, huh? I I know there will be some of us there, but, uh, you know, it's exciting at this point because, uh, you know, we get a chance to do it again and get a chance uh, probably to come back here. And so it's just uh, you got to love it. It's one of those things, and you got to love high school football because of the kids out there. I mean, if you saw them and the emotion that they played with, that's impressive, and that's just a credit to – you know, their families, you know, instilling that pride, instilling the work ethic, instilling, you know, what it takes to be a winner. And so it's neat to be part of this. Any word on game time next week for the fans heading home? We don't plan those. It's game by game. You should know better than that for us. But uh, You've got a contact up there at David City. I know you might have that all <laughs> yeah. worked out by now. Uh, no. And, uh, you know, the good thing is, and I need to send out congratulations to Coach Jones and the volleyball team, you know, I would think the later we can go, the better, because our girls will be playing volleyball at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon. And so uh, I know that probably rankles some feathers there for Sutton's. If, I don't know the official pairings are not yet, but uh, the, our girls will be playing uh, Thursday night and then again hopefully Friday afternoon. And so the later, the better for us. And so we'll have to see what plays out there. But uh, what a great time to be involved at uh, Saint Celia, in, in the St. Cecilia community with St. Cecilia Athletics. And then, boy, one last thing. Did you – you guys can't hear because you had the windows closed, but uh, that band playing away there in the last you know minute of the game, it's kind of exciting just to see you know kids getting along, kids cheering for each other, and just uh, the love of the blue. We don't worry. We heard it. This is not a soundproof studio. <laughs> we, we did hear the band. Congratulations on the win. Uh, no matter what time it is uh, next week, it'll be a great contest, and we'll be here, and we're looking forward to it. 
Yes, and that, it'll be a great centennial conference battle, and that's something that uh, you know tonight coming in coming into uh, the football games tonight we had you know two centennial conference teams in C one and two centennial conference teams in C two, and so it's just something that uh, you know we can take a lot of pride in. Oh, three Boys Towns in our conference as well, so we had five teams still playing and uh, out of the sixteen in C one and C two, so that's kind of impressive. But we just got to keep after it and keep improving and give ourselves a chance. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thanks, and thanks for being here. Yep, Randy Aaron's the uh, defensive coordinator for uh, Hastings Saints. Is saying the Hawks win by a score of twenty-seven to twelve. Unfortunately, we'll, we'll get you coverage from uh, Gibbon tonight. That ball game is already over. Oakland Craig winners over Gibbon tonight, twenty-seven to seven. Aquinas out on top of Sutton now, forty-nine to nothing. They are in the uh, third quarter of play. Fourth quarter is Battle Creek leading Donovan Trumbull by a score of 49 to 7. So that'll wrap things up from uh, Duncan Field here tonight. We've got the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show coming up next here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings College football tomorrow. The Broncos and the Dort Defenders. Airtime 12 o'clock noon from the Osborne Sports Complex. 1 o'clock for the kickoff. Hastings and Dort coming up tomorrow on 1230 KHIS. For Bailey Crow, for Jimmy Purcell, for Gene Shaw, I'm Mike Will wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. The Coach's Postgame Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel. 405 West, South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.